Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends 219-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Things. He was throwing a cardboard cutout Jeff in front of the camera. You forgot. I didn't forget. Clownus moves stuff around. Oh, oh, blame Clownus. I am going to blame him. He's not here, so of course I'm going to blame him. Are my headphones not right? What's up that's happening today? You talk. Hey, I'm talking. The music seems very, very loud. It Maybe is, that's what oh, it is. Oh, oh that's oh, it. Okay, that's, oh, hey. that's on me. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That was intense. Well, he's throwing. Yeah, he's throwing things mean, around. I, you could have. Nobody would have known Tony. I did a thing. This is unless your fault. you would have said something. I forgot we were going on the air too, by the way. So 
We're having a great conversation. We were having a great conversation. That's right. It's been a, it's been a morning of great conversations. <laughs> yeah, who brought the? Oh yeah, Scott. I'm an island boy. <laughs> I think there's. Song, and do you know man. what I'm talking about? The island boy guys. Yeah, of course. No, not you. I know you do. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm singing that He's every like day. People listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, those those dudes during this summer were huge. Everybody has to know who the island boys were. Yeah, maybe not anymore. But it was like two. Wasn't it last summer or two summers ago? Well, they were very popular on YouTube, but it was more people reacting to them. Yeah, it was it was like a TikTok or something that they they were they made. were so ridiculous. I mean, so can ridiculous. You, can you can you so find a, the song? I think I think they find curse. the two of them. They, they curse. Fly yeah, yeah, soldier. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah they curse in their songs, so we can't really play it. Um, no, I, I just know there's a reaction video of Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart watching them. They're in a pool. Like not Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg, yeah, the two island boys, a hot tub, in a hot tub, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So that came out. That video, uh, that video came out in October of 2021, and uh, yeah, they looked real interesting. And it was Kodiak. Their names are Kodiak Red and Fly Soldier, and they are known as the Island Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know what? Okay, so both of them, when they sing, they sing like very like Jamaican style, yeah. and that makes sense considering they're from Florida. Oh yeah, yeah, I get that. Duh. Yeah, but when they, when they got pushed on that though, I'm, like, I'm gonna pull Cuba. this up, Riz, but I'm gonna tell you, I don't think it's edited. Find so. the one where they're in the hot tub. I'm, I'm that's I'm telling you, I don't yeah. think it's edited. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that you can play just straight from them that. Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart react to the most viral video of the year. I mean, I, I'm gonna pull it up I here. Th I think it's clean. Hold on, hold on. This is, this is Ooh, I gotta right. find. Hold on, I gotta Ladies find gentlemen, it. If you hear the dump out, <laughs> all right, it's go Tony's ahead. fault. No, it's not my fault. It's Riz's fault. Go right ahead. I'm an island boy, and I've been trying to make. Oh, I'm an island boy. Hey, I'm a just island boy. I'm a just island boy. I'm a get cute going. You're gonna keep that gun. I'll be just staring at the sun. I'm just a full gazing. I'm like, pool, I'm staying. I'm an island boy. I like it, Kevin Hart's face. And this was this song actually big? No, not at all. Just these dudes. Gang, gang, they ain't got to use that word. I'm speechless. <laughs> Two goofballs in the pool. You know why I'm not speechless? Why? Because I'm an island. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. That, yeah, that's a clip I keep seeing. Here's, here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing about that is that I'm an island boy. And, and listen, if you don't know what these two dudes look like, describe them. Uh, they look like uh, Simpsons characters in real life. They look like Sideshow Bob. Simpsons and anime. Yeah. They got like weird dreads tats. that stick out. They got, uh, they're covered in tattoos. They got gold teeth. They got weird, you know, But like, like face drawings. tattoos. Like yeah. Sy yeah. Symmetrical yeah. face Like a tattoos. Naruto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, but no. Like a Naruto but, character. The thing with that, Riz, is what's crazy about that is if those dudes went into the studio, had a writer, and wrote a song called Island Boy and put that out, it'd probably be a hit. But there's no words there. Yeah, somebody's got to write some lyrics. Like the dudes aren't aren't super. Uh, they're not like the the least talented guys I know. Like they can kind of sing, and if you auto tune that, it's going to be just like any well, pop just, song they you look hear. Ridiculous too. They look ridiculous, but if that song was a hit, and then you saw them, nobody would say a word. But the problem was, is they put out that video and then double down on yeah. people that were like, "You look ridiculous," and yeah. they went, "We are the most 
incredible people on the planet, they doubled down, and that's what people went, whoa. Yeah, they, they followed it up with TikTok arguments rather than just going in the studio and saying, hey, we're, we're doing something. I mean, these are skinny white kids. <clears throat> And with, uh, I mean, the hair is clever. The hair is it's very cool looking. Uh, Tat face tattoos. It's, it's a it's a clever and uh, I I would say unique look, but it's not unique anymore. But somebody just emailed in and said that uh, they went on Logan Paul's podcast, and one of uh, one of the Paul brothers' buddies said to them, "You guys have made a ton of money. Maybe you should." Maybe you guys just shouldn't throw away all your money. You should probably hold on to it. <laughs> Save it. And they got so mad that they left the set. And that was another thing. Like. They were showing up to events because they were getting invited to these events because they've gone viral and people wanted to see them. Or laugh and, at them, yes. And then they would show up and get angry when people would then boo or go after them, and then they would leave. And then they would try and sue for not getting paid, where the people are like, you didn't do the event. Well, What would they get paid to do? Just do island boys? No, they would. Sh they were getting paid to show up at clubs, yeah, man. Yeah, just show up and be a character, man. Yeah. Just, just... I, Remember when those Jersey Shore dudes were getting paid to just show up to, you yeah. know, Club 112 and go, hey, I'm the situation. Here's my abs. <laughs> That's what they were getting paid to do. Yeah. But they were getting mad because people you were, were making fun of them. You lift up your shirt and show your abs five times tonight. Yeah. If people are laughing at you, you have to develop a sense of humor. Yeah, you got to be able to laugh You with have them. to. That is the wave that is crashing upon you. You can surf it or drown in it. You know, I'm sorry to say that I, I feel bad for these dudes. Uh, I'm about to. It's, but, it's, I'm about to change that. But it's, but it's, it's the, attention it's the that face they... tattoos that. Oh. Um, okay. Okay. These. It's, it's you have have modified your body, uh, to the point where you're probably unhireable in certain. <laughs> he's out. He's out just like. Hey, Riz. <laughs> you are un, you are unhireable. You are now. In certain you fields. are now speaking like some old ass out of touch dad in the '60s that his yeah. son got a tattoo up on his bicep. You know, one tattoo right here, and you're saying the same thing. No, but come face, on, old man. The face, ta the face, the um, silly yeah, face listen, tattoos. I understand. I'm just saying it's not the everyone same can argument. be Post Malone. I, I get your <laughs> Riz. I get your argument stuff, but you got to remember these are island. I know, boys. Yeah. Hey, so everyone's gonna hire him. Don't you ever say that you feel bad for these dudes? Because in 2021, it says here that they made 1.6 million dollars. Sorry, I'll let people laugh at me for that. Yeah, man. They wanted attention, they How got attention, they? and they got paid for it. That's not to a lifetime. It doesn't matter. They're 21-year-old twins, man, who literally posted a video on TikTok going, no, that's we're great. super famous, and then made $1.6 okay, million. I, twins, Basil. That's, that's great, and I hope they got some good financial advice. I hope they got some sound financial advice I'm, and maybe invested some of those, <laughs> some of those funds. I wish them well. A couple IRAs. I don't know. I hope somebody does teach them a little bit about the sense of humor thing, though you gotta you gotta roll, man. They sure, earn they, they earn five dollars for every one thousand views on the channel, and they each have almost two million viewers. This is what channel? YouTube. Oh. This is on their YouTube channel. This uh, is not something that's gonna last forever for these guys. If you want to hire them on Cameo, it'll cost you six hundred bucks, and they were sold out all of last year. Okay, five? well, good for them. I I hope they make their money. I hope they don't spend it all. Mm -hmm. Because these two, just just looking at them, don't seem to be great decision makers. Yep. That's not going to last them. They're, they're 21. It says here, in the middle of 2022, the Venegas brothers do not talk about their, public, their lives in public any longer. They have seemed to embrace the shtick that they are hilarious wannabe rappers. However, they still want to pursue their music career and become famous one day. Yeah, you got your foot in the door. 
go get a writer because it actually is something that takes some skill and some time and some some practice and investment. Go get a writer. Do something like a what 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 uh, what's it? What's Rebecca Black. Okay, yeah, yeah, but what, what's what's the gal that threatened Dr. Phil? Bad oh, Barbie. Oh, Nicole uh, Bregoli. Yeah, yeah. Bad Barbie. She, I mean, or whatever you know, it is. She, she got the right team of actual professionals. Oh, well, she's getting naked on OnlyFans. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought, oh, yeah, I thought she was a successful mo- rapper. No, well, her, I mean, she's well, not. She, she is. What she, did I she's miss? She's got hits, but she's got, I mean, I want to say hits. She's got songs that <laughs> people download. How have I not kept up with this? But, dude, she made like, she made almost like $4 million last year in OnlyFans. Even more. Like that, on right? Even more. She's one of the more, She's one of the most Here, famous OnlyFans. I thought she, I thought she like charted. And, quote, showed her receipts. Literally showed a receipt of here's how much I made. Oh my goodness! I thought she charted though with a single that like people were she saying tours wasn't and bad. Stuff, yeah, yeah. See, uh, I'm just saying like you know. She, I'm sorry, I was wrong. She made a million dollars her first six hours on the platform. She made fifty two million dollars on OnlyFans. Wow. Yeah, Dang. and showed like the receipt of like here's here's exactly <laughs> how much I made. Hello, IRS. Here is <laughs> here is the total in which I'm you will sure be taking <laughs> your forty eight percent. I'm, I'm uh. sure she's paid her taxes. <laughs> yeah, she just gets naked on on OnlyFans. Yeah, and then she did post a video that was. Uh, and this is the you didn't the, see you didn't see much, but that's this the, is the, we know what's going on here. Cash me outside, girl. Yep, we know what's going on here, but we didn't we don't see it. But what's we know. going on there? Okay, seems to be a interactive photo shoot. I thought they were playing leapfrog. That's what they were doing. Yep. He's losing. He doesn't having, get. He doesn't get how the game works. Time. Somebody said the Island Boys owe their manager a whole bunch of money, and they're broke. Oh. So says Jordan. Who's their manager? Jordan on Twitter. Who's their manager? Why was manager? Okay. As of as of the end of <laughs> 2022, their annual income is fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> there you go. Oh man. Fifty k. Yep. Split. Uh. Oh, my God. I'm going to read this article. This is exactly what I'm the article says. Boy. Are the island boys With broke? 50 grand. Hey, are the island boys broke? During the podcast, their former manager. You can't make this name up, okay? I'm. This is the guy's name. This is what he goes by. During the podcast, their former manager, Poker the Jew, revealed that the island boys did him dirty and owe him around $200,000. Uh, that's the uh, that's the manager's name, Poker the Jew. Oh, I typed it in and it immediately popped up. Yep. His name is Dovey Besner, aka Poker the Jew official manager of the stars. Exposes Island Boys on Instagram Live. Huh. Yeah, see, I mm. Oh, okay. As of twenty twenty two as of twenty twenty two, the Island Boys are Dovey's only clients. <laughs> <laughs> This is a dude that had TikTok that went, I'm going to reach out to him and tell him I'm a manager. And that's probably what he did. Or, no, these two dopes are probably like, you know what? I heard we probably should have a Jewish guy as our manager. (laughs) So they uh, looked it up. Poker the Jew. Sounds good. Hire him. Oh, it says here that, uh, yes, she did make $52 million million on OnlyFans and per... Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura, they said, we will help you guys out. We are going to pay for the subscription and let you know. And according to them, she's just in bikinis. She's not naked. Like, she never shows anything. Really? Mm-hmm. And still makes that much money? Mm-hmm. And and uh, has a charting single. Good for her, man. Dang. Foot in the door. Everybody hated you. 
and you turn it into something else. She used her infamy. Yeah. And turned it and and monetized it. Yeah. If, hey, listen, if people, if that's what people want for entertainment, well, okay. And she will open up for big Ke- time rappers. Yeah, Kevin Gates. And go, or, and go around yeah. and, and be the opener on a, on a big tour. Man, Twitter loves it right now. Riz has sounded super old. Yeah, well, it it was funny how you delivered it. You're not going to be hireable. (laughs) Unhireable. Unhireable with that tattoo. Well, being uh, being an island boy can only get you so far. (laughs) Yeah, but that's not what you said. You you were saying verbatim what they say every decade. What I'm sure was told to me when I got my first Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Hey, and don't get me started with the noise that they're making. (laughs) And if you come home with an earring in your ear. And would you believe believe that they were out until 1.30 in the morning? They're 21, okay? They're 21. You've gone all in on this island boy's crap. (laughs) But pa, I bet you I they didn't finish school. <laughs> bet you they didn't finish school. <laughs> and when's the last time you called your grandma? I want to know about their schooling. So where do they go from here if they decide to end their entertainment career? They go nowhere. Oh yeah, you, they gotta have a surf shop or something, right? No, no. Oh. these two are idiots. They come from money, man. They come from money. Oh, like if you look, like do you oh, think? Oh, I hope. I mean, the Island Boys did that video in a pretty sweet, like, house with, like, a pretty sweet pool and a hot tub. It's not like means they nothing. bought that. That means nothing. No, it's it literally, the article said, like, it says they came for money. Like, but they continuously got in trouble. <laughs> you well, know, a lot of these uh, Instagram, quote-unquote, influencers, they take their pictures on their private planes, which have, we come to find out the planes are just on the tarmac, and they are, are you able to rent them out? Yes, yeah, $300 to rent the plane. That doesn't move. That doesn't move. That's or it's a set. Sweet. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff going around. And honestly, man, in, in, in all with all jokes aside, I do I do hope peace. You I know hope, they're I, gonna be towel boys. <laughs> <laughs> at a at a resort somewhere. I, <laughs> <laughs> I do I do wish them peace though, man. Yeah. I hope they find it. I hope they find peace too. <laughs> I mean, I hope everybody does. Me, me as well. Yeah. Because be able to get that far, I mean, it definitely takes some skill. <laughs> Towel boy. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna stay with me. <laughs> boy, you brought up the island boys. We got stuck I, I in did. this stupid vortex. I did. <laughs> One of you did. Towel Don't look at me. Honestly, but let me see their faces. <laughs> I don't know if I even want to pull it up I, I for you. I have tears right out. <laughs> I just typed in Island Boys and it auto-corrected to Island Boys Broke. <laughs> Does he have eyebrows tattooed in the middle of his forehead? No, it's like an eagle, man. Get serious. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I would, I would take the eagle over the uh, melting M. I think it's a 17. It's a monster energy drink uh, symbol. That's a 17? Oh, oh, I see. You know that they the, cut their hair? The photo is flipped. What? They cut their hair and they got more tattoos. Here's what they look like oh, now. Oh, no. You know what's wild? Is they're good looking fellas. Yeah. Oh, no. What are you doing? Man. My favorite thing is, my favorite thing is, hey, guys, just remember, always, always, always. These dudes are white and Cuban, but they don't think they are. That's what it says here. 
they've been accused multiple times of cultural appropriation. Ah, Cuban B. Ah, uh, yes, Cuban B. <laughs> They're not Cuban? No, no, no. They are Cuban, but they think that they are black. Uh, is what people are saying. They use some certain slurs in their songs that some people say you should Lean into the Cuban thing. Do you know they got in trouble with the army? Are they down in in Miami? Uh, Looks like it. On January 5th, 2022, the twins made a cameo video um, for a Texas-based army recruiter named Orlando Thames, and it shows the brothers saying, big shout-out to Staff Sergeant Thames, you changing lives, giving you $50,000, giving out bonuses, paid vacation, and free college, no money. I don't know what that means, but the video sparked controversy and resulted in a representative for the U.S. Army Recruiting Command making the following statement saying, the Island Boys cameo was not reviewed, authorized, nor paid for by the U.S. Army Recruiting Command as an official marketing tool. Oh, so they probably showed that at a recruiting station. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, recruits, look, the Island Boys. Say, join the Army. Island Thanks Boys just want you to join the Army. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, lean into the Cuban thing. Or, you know, into the parents thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. seem to be doing okay. Perhaps they can set you up with a good CPA. Well, you're only well, we got seeing the pictures. On you're only seeing the pictures they want you to see. At this point, there's no point in well, wearing these saying, shorts. You said they made a lot of money, and then they and then have didn't it. make any money. So, you know. mm. well, they might have saved every ounce. I doubt it. Okay. I wish them well. We're investing in tattoos. I truly do. We're putting all our money in body tattoos and buying towels. Is that a uh, is that a purple cigar? It looks like one of those. I bet it's a vape pen. Oh, all the cool kids are doing it. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, I wish nothing but the best for the Island Boys. No, you don't. But okay, I don't. I I really, you know what? I really don't. That's not true. Hope they get it together. Yeah. Okay. I hope they get it together and become a positive influence for yes, whoever's watching. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Seriously, man. Think think about this tone. Your kids in a few years are going to be influenced by this kind of stuff. Oh, I know, man. So it's like, man, uh, every day I'm I'm praying these folks like find something, something that's gonna like you know give give back to humanity and instead of just rethink the face tattoos. Honestly, <laughs> well, it's, it it might be too late for them, yeah. but not for you. I've had tattoo removal; it works. You I haven't had it, a tattoo removed on, on your face. face. Hey, it hurts, <laughs> I but I haven't had it on my face. Yeah, did it feel pleasant? I would not say pleasant. No, I would not use that word. No, I wouldn't either. And think about where that was. That was on your arm. Yeah, it was on my arm. Yeah. When think pe- about when on people, your face. When people say to me, they're like, hey, man, you got a tattoo removed, right? I go, yeah. And they go, and it was super easy? I go, easy? Yes. Pain-free? No. Yeah, you no. got the ring on your finger. Yeah, gone. Is it gone all the way? Let me see. Partially. Yeah, I mean, there's still like a little tiny bit. Oh, yeah. It just looks like you could, got a dirty knuckle. Yeah. How many, uh, how many sessions was that? Uh, this was, uh, well, it was three, but it was supposed to be a total of six. But you didn't need that many. No, I did three and then I can't do it now because of the cancer stuff. Oh. Mm. They won't, they won't do it until I have have a year of clearance, like cancer free. Are you going to go back? Probably not. You you can't can't even see it. No. I forget that I even got it. Yeah. You can't even see it really. Me too. Yeah. How does yours look? Um, I don't know. You want to see it? Yeah. Oh, yes. This is the one you have on your butt? Thank God. Let me see it. No, not that one. You still got that one. I haven't looked at it. 
Wait, what's this thing? Oh, the, the radish? radish? Yeah. Oh, sick, yeah, man. The See, sick, and, and, the and here's radish. And this is another thing that happened with people like that get tattoo removal. You can change that into the Amico song. Well, nine nine <laughs> times out of ten, you get a tattoo. You get a tattoo, quote unquote, removed. That's what I said that it used to be. <laughs> you, hey, you get a tattoo removed. You get laser removal, and it's not to completely remove the tattoo. It's to lighten it up to cover it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could have gone another three sessions and really like made it, you know, gone. But uh, the the whole purpose was to get it light enough to cover up. Yeah, you're I an just, Amico song enthusiast. I'm just too lazy. If, if anybody's asking or wondering what the what we mean by sacred radish, it was supposed to be a sacred heart, but I was like 18 in the Ozarks and this guy made, who knows what the heck this was, but what he envisioned in his mind, because it was the worst tattoo you've ever seen. It was it looked like a radish with a crown of thorns. Or a beet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely beady. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool, man. Sacred yeah, beet. man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Th- think. Really into my root vegetables. Yeah, good tattoos ain't cheap, and cheap tattoos ain't good. Nope. The Island Boys are trying to fight Jake Paul? Yeah, because they were on that Paul Brothers podcast where one of his buddies said, and apparently they were throwing shoes. That's a whole thing, man. They're like the, I feel like the these are the type of dudes where now we are getting further away from them to where they are starting to disappear, so now they're going to be like, oh, they're trying F to David Hasselhoff, yeah. and it's like, for what reason? They're trying to fight David Hasselhoff? Wow, again? So the Island Boys, both of them versus Jake Paul? I, oh, I, I don't, who knows? That'd be great. Just, I'd pay for that. Man. Yeah, I don't want to get involved in this world. Like, I'm already, now I'm, yeah. I'm already too far in. <laughs> oh, man. I know uh, a couple of us here have their uh, New Year's plans all set. Darn right. I know uh, Tony's going to be out at David and Buster's. David and Buster's, yep. There I'll, be out there, I'll be out there starting at 9 o'clock. Moon will be out at Vice's and Redbud. Right. The Teenage Dirtbags playing uh, three sets. We're going to rock for uh, for a couple hours with the 90s alternative, and then it goes to 90s country hits. Scott, what are your plans? I'm going to hang out with my HVAC guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, he's a buddy of mine. <laughs> You like that. He just also right. happens to be an HVAC guy. But. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Is, are you at a, at a house? Or your house? His house? Uh, Is I he don't know. A party? We're, we're just going to do, um, we're going to hang out for lunch and stuff like that. And then that evening, I have a feeling we'll be at our church, actually, because they do a praying in New Year. But unless uh, someone wants to hire a MC, then I'll be out there doing the MC work. Oh, the, so we pray in the New Year at the church? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. Good time over there. Lots of booze. Oh my gosh, a lot of communion. <laughs> it's, it's flowing. Yeah, a lot of communion. <laughs> I think I'm going to be out of town uh, for New Year's. Thinking. But, not not set in stone yet. Uh, about ninety percent. Oh, okay. Ninety cool. percent, depending on when we want to come home. We want to come home because New Year's Day is Sunday. Yeah, yeah. New Year's Day is a Sunday. So do we want to come back? We're going to be up in Wisconsin. Tight. Do you want to come back New Year's Eve or, you know, still up in the air? Let's see how it's going to, it's a let's see how it goes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neat. But if you are, and we've all been to New Year's parties before, but like private New Year's parties. You know, mm-hmm. we used to do the, you know, where does the Westport thing at the hotel. Uh, but we've all been to private parties at people's houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to a friend's New Year's Eve party... Uh, they're saying, "Do not overstay your welcome." I'm gonna, I'm gonna get your opinions on some of these, some of these numbers. If you are at a New Year's party at somebody's house, what time do you think they want you to leave? Twelve thirty, one o'clock. 
1231 o'clock. Moon. What time Is do I right? want him to leave? Like if you're at somebody's house or even your house. Unless it's an absolute rager that you know you're going till, you know, four o'clock. And if I was having it in my house, I would I would hope they're packing up to uh, uh, 1245 and like I'm cleaned up by one thirty. Yes. That's that Scott, would be my goal. I don't yeah. care when you leave, I want my whole house empty and clean by one thirty. Yeah, I'd start basically, you know, the ball drops and you start saying your uh, congratulations and adios at the same time and mm -hmm. you try to get out before the thirty marker. Oh, before the 30. I think so. I mean, yeah, I say one o'clock is, is, is pretty much the cutoff. Everybody should be gone by one. Yeah. That, that's in my opinion. I, I think, I think people you think should. think earlier? No. I think people should start saying their goodbyes at 1230. To, between 1230 and one o'clock mm -hmm. is when you start saying your goodbyes. Because think about it. It is kind of weird to go, happy day, get the hell out. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, there's got to be a. There's a little buffer there. There's got to be a good window. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I would just... Because you just handed out the champagne. You just gave out the champagne flutes. Everybody's cheersing. <laughs> you have flutes? Yes. Yeah, you got you to give people plenty of time to talk down, walk, yeah. wind mm -hmm. down. Yeah, you got to wind down. But then again, by that point, half hour is an eternity. <laughs> for me, at least. 52% of people said no longer than one hour. After midnight. But don't leave too early either. 45% also think it's rude to take off before midnight. Uh, I definitely think that is the case. Rude? If it's a house party, yeah. Rude to take off before midnight? Yeah. Because you're being invited to a New Year's Eve party. Yeah. That's like, that, I mean, With you the know, expectation to stay there for New Year's. So yeah. I, I've seen plenty of people do that kind of thing, but they typically will come and they will... And I mean, the, the first thing is, hey, I'm not going to be here, and I'm, I'm not going to be here yeah. the whole night. But I wanted to stop by. And typically, yeah. the good the good folks that do that kind of thing, you will notice they don't eat what you've provided, unless you say like, "Well, take some stuff anyway." Like, oh, they I, won't eat whatever the spread is. I mean, don't you think that's un, unfair? The, the argument here, or the, the 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 thing that would get you upset as a host, would be they they come and eat the food and they're not there at midnight. Hmm. Right. Isn't that yeah? The, it's weird that, that you're invited to a New Year New Year's party and you don't say to New Year's. That's okay. That's yeah, but but New Year's party. It's it's a night where everybody's having these get-togethers. And if you want to like knock three or four of them out because you're not the social butterfly you weren't once were, but you still want to see all these people you've been invited to these multiple parties. I can see doing the rounds, but I can't see if you're not there for like the haul of it. Okay. Time out. Taking exactly. the food. Okay. Okay. Great. Perfect. Right. But, don't, but wouldn't you want to see me? Hey, Patrico, we're having a New Year's Eve party. And I would say, hey, man, I got a bunch of other things I'm going to do, but I'm going to try and swing by. That is a pop-in. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having us. This is a great time. I'm out. But if somebody says, hey, Patrico, we're having a New Year's New Year's Eve party, and I go, hey, man, I'll be there. That means you're there. That yeah, means right. you're there for all the festivities. Yeah, as long as you tell You're me. there until midnight. You're good. But if you say, hey, man, I got a couple other things to do. I'm going to swing through. You can show up at 930 and leave at 10. That's fine. For sure. No worries. But if you invite me to your party on New Year's and I say I will be there, I am locked in to when I walk in that door, I'm here at least until 1205. At least until 1205. But, I mean, wouldn't you, I mean, you would be excited that you saw them. You'd be happy that they dropped by. Yeah, but if they're not going to stay, they usually tell you. Right. 
Right, and, and I think that's totally fine. And I think that's very normal that a lot of people try to but, knock out two or three of these things. But if Riz said to me, hey, man, I will be at your New Year's party. Thanks for the invite, man. And I said, oh, great, man, cool, I'll see you there. And then Riz showed up at 9, and at 11.15, he goes, all right, I'm taking off. I'd go, what the hell, man? Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're just, having- just so you know, if somebody comes by and, and they're there and they're not there until midnight because they, they, I'm just going to drop by, you are not their girlfriend or wife's favorite place. Mm. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm invited <laughs> to something and I know right away, or even during when I get the invite that I'm not going to be able to stay, I will let you know right away. I've I've got something this weekend that I invited all you guys to, and Riz's exact response was, "I must I'm a pop in at some point and say hey." Yeah, yeah, perfect. I, I said this, I said right. the same because in my brain, in my brain, I go, "Okay, the thing starts at 11 and it goes till eight o'clock or whatever at night." I know some point between then. And to be honest with you, That's three when, baseball games. when somebody says to me, hey, I'm going to stop and pop by, in my head I go, there's a chance they're going to stop by. No, I'm definitely going to stop by. I know and, you and, are. And, I know you are. But I, I I, set myself up to where I go, hey, because I would say, hey, man, what time's it go to? Oh, 11 to 8. I'd go, I'm going to try. I'll stop by sometime, man. I'll pop in. That to me is you're going to try and stop in. So I'm not going to be upset if you show up or don't show up. That's a new Tony. Wow. Five years ago, you would have. You would have disliked me. It would you have know, taken you four weeks for to forget. If you say, if you say to me, Moon, hey, I'll be there, yeah, and then you don't show up, that's messed up. <laughs> that bothers the hell out of me. But if you say, hey, man, I'm gonna try and pop by, right, right, right. that's you trying to pop by. Riz said, hey, I'm gonna pop by, and he has made it a point to say, like, I'm going to be there. I don't know for how long or what time, but I will be there. If he doesn't show up, noted. Oh, no, pressure's on me now. Dang. Wow. Dang. It's I've given you multiple outs. I've given you it's multiple outs. <laughs> I've taken I'm every one of those. By. And by the way, I talked with the wife yesterday, so we will uh, be popping by. Oh, you're not invited. Ah! I, I accidentally put your name on the email. Oh, <laughs> oh damn it. Today, I, uh, mistakes were made. I'm <sighs> I'm making attempts to, to stop by as well. Well, I appreciate that. It's going to be a great time. Yes. Making I'd like to make sure we're not there at the same time, Scott, so <laughs> let, let me know. <laughs> well, it's a very small window. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be sometime in the afternoon. But the average host for New Year's will have uh, 19 guests. And uh, a lot of us think we'll be hosting this year, but probably won't be. Close to a third of us expect to host, but that would mean lots of very small parties. And the best things you could bring to a New Year's Eve party? Chips. Booze. Cocktail weenies. Uh, booze, Shiny desserts, things. other food, party favors. That makes sense. And over half of people said it's uh, the one day a year you should never be alone. But 59% of us have spent New Year's Eve alone before. I don't know if I've ever spent a New Year's Eve alone. I have. Uh, I spent it, I mean, do you consider you and your wife alone? Or is alone alone? Alone Just alone. Uh, no, almost did. But I got released from the hospital before the day of. Uh. Two years ago. I was in the, I, like, they said my release date from the hospital was going to be oh, yeah, January 1st. And I, I pushed on them. I was like, please, can I just go home? And they let me leave on the 31st. Hmm. Alone, alone. Alone, alone. Um, I feel like I'm sure I did on, on tour, you know, which you would, you would assume it was not alone. But, I mean, in, in many circumstances back like in the Like in your hotel room or on the bus alone? <sighs> yeah, I mean... I bet you. I bet you it happened. Hmm. I don't think I have. Scott, you have? Yeah, yeah, I definitely have. Um, oh man, you want a hug? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's. Hey, I 
I enjoy holidays if uh, on the lonesome side. It's not bad. I, I'll be quite honest with you. If I was single and I'm in my mid to late 30s and it's New Year's Eve, I'm definitely staying home. Yeah, dude. Well, I ain't going out. Sleep 60% of us have made a friend or met a significant other at a New Year's party. So it may be a chance to not be single come January 1st. I mean, for my entire 20s, you know, like uh, on, on tour in, in different cities, I was walking by myself for miles and miles and miles. So I've had a lot of practice being alone. And alone is not synonymous with lonely. So me being alone on New Year's, somebody to somebody that sounds like terribly lonely and bad. To me, it sounds wonderful. Like, okay, man, I'll be in bed by yeah, 9.30. Uh, yeah, alone, alone is totally fine. I'm totally fine being alone. Very good at it. I, I'm... I, I like being alone. <laughs> yeah, it does not mean lonely. Does I'm, anybody have a uh, New Year's resolution in mind? No. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Every time I made a New Year's, sorry, Scott, every time I made a New Year's resolution, I broke it real quick, so. My yeah. New Year's resolution is to come up with a, a good New Year's resolution, yep. so excited for that. That's Thanks for that, That's not a bad Scott. idea. Thank you. <laughs> Boy, we knew this was going to happen. Two women are suing Apple. Why? Two women are suing Apple. Two women are suing Apple. Why? It's one of their new products. AirTags? AirTags. And why are they suing? Being stalked? Being stalked. Yikes. Remember when the the AirTags came out? First thing we said was these will be used for evil. For for inappropriate purposes, yep. And here we go. The two women suing Apple saying their exes use the AirTags to secretly track their movements and whereabouts in real time. So we all know what the AirTags are. They're about, what, the size of a quarter? You own AirTags, don't you? Yeah, I got one on the dog. And I have one in my uh, guitar cases. Okay, so you you have one on the dog. So they're about a quarter size. Yeah. Bluetooth. Um, so right now you could pull up your phone and go, my dog is here. I can tell you where my guitars and my dog are, yeah. How how often do you have to charge them? Um, are they chargeable or you just no, throw them out? You, you, it's got one of those little lithium... You know, like the C2503s yeah, 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 yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. the heck they are. You just put that in. Uh, the dog one I have to replace, um, I think I've replaced it maybe once or twice because she's always moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the guitar ones, I haven't replaced yet. Huh. So I could I could tell you what the battery Yeah, how long on. would a typical, look up how long a typical AirTag battery lasts. That's one thing I'm curious about. Because I think it's a pretty neat idea. A year. One year. So AirTag is designed to keep going more than a year on a standard battery. You can easily replace, blah, 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 but it looks to be like the average is Okay, a so year. Apple rolled them out in April of last year. So so, you, so if you bought AirTags, you know, right away, you, you probably would have to replace them yeah, at least now. once now. They're, uh, they're marketed as a tool that could be used to trace the location of personal objects. So you put this quarter-sized AirTag on whatever you want traced, and uh, you open up whatever app or whatever function on your iPhone, and you go, oh, there it is. There's my guitar. There's my dog. I thought that was the thing that showed me the battery life, but I guess not. Maybe I'm just not seeing it. And they're 29 bucks. Is it 29 bucks for one or 29 bucks for a pack? I think it was, it was 25 bucks for one. 29 yeah, it's 29, 29 bucks. 100 for four. Oh, that went up then, because, yeah. 29 bucks. But since they were launched, uh, people have complained that they're easy to misuse and they enable stalkers to keep track of the victims. Well, I mean, it's not like these things are unique. There's tons of these things all over the place. We tried two or three for the dog that 
were terrible, and they always failed. Dog was gone for <laughs> solid hour one Thanksgiving out in the woods because the stupid thing that we had on her didn't not, did not work. Um, so if you are in the proximity of an air tag for a certain amount of time, your phone will like if it's not your if it's AirTag, not yours, your phone will tell you, hey, hey, there's a thing what if, with you. What if you're not on Apple and you have an Android? And thus, the issue. There's, there's an issue with that. Yeah, because your Android's so, not going to tell you. So, Moon, I'm driving. Yeah. I go to pick you up, and you're bringing your dog with you. And the dog jumps in the back seat. My phone tells me that there's an air tag I in there. I think it's got to be for a certain amount of time. If it's, yeah, if it's like 10, so, 10 Okay, minutes, so we're 20 driving minutes, for 20 minutes, no and all of a sudden it goes, bloop, there's an air tag in here. I don't know how long it is. Yeah, I Interesting. I don't know. So, as I say, everybody that goes to the airport, the drivers get notified that there's an air tag in there? Well, no, only if they're with my guitar for X amount of time, I guess. Right, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, if they pick you up from your house to drive you to the airport, oh, it's going to pop up on their phone, right? Yeah, so like an oh, airplane, you're yeah, going to have a ton of. Well, yeah, no, because it, everyone's when you're, on the, gonna... when you're on the airplane, first of all, that thing is probably a, a number of meters away from you, and secondly, you're on airplane mode. Okay, uh, after three days and assuming the AirTag didn't connect to its paired iPhone during that time, it will start sounding an alarm for 15 seconds. So as long as you're with your thing, it doesn't your AirTag it won't let you know. So if, if Moon puts his guitar in your car, in your car right. and then I and leave. his phone is connected. To the AirTag, it's not going to let you know. Okay, so as long as his phone and the AirTag are within each other, we're good. Like, as long as they're close. But if Moon gets out of the car, walks into Target to get something, and I'm in the car with the AirTag for 10 minutes, it's then going to pop up and go, yo, there's an unidentified AirTag in the car here. But I, I don't know the time. That's crazy. Roughly 12, uh, somebody did a, a test on this. Roughly 12 to 13 hours after I'd set the, up the AirTag, I woke up thinking my first alert would be on my phone. It wasn't. At around 6 a.m., I went for a walk. When I returned home, I was greeted with the following notification on my phone. And it says, uh, AirTag found moving with you. Huh. But I don't know how much time. How much time it is until it lets you know that something is moving with you. Which is creepy. Yeah, I don't know. That's creepy to know that, that it will alert you saying, hey, there's an ad to AirTag attached to you or moving with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Moon's right, though. There's a lot of these. Yeah. I, mean, it's, it's, I remember when it first... Like, oh, Apple's this. You're like, When well. we first came out, when it first came out, we uh, there was a story of a, a woman that, like, found one inside of her seat. Remember that? Uh, Apple one or a different one? No, an, an Apple AirTag. A guy had put it in, like, you know how in some cars you can pull down that little center console in the back to put your arm, the armrest, and then there's another thing that sometimes gets you into the trunk. He, like, slid it in there. And, according, and they heard a beep. They heard the 15-second according, according to The Verge, The Verge website, uh, current currently users will receive an, uh, an alert at a random period between 8 and 24 hours once an unknown air tag has been detected traveling with you. So between 8 and 24 hours. That's a big... Window. Yeah, but at least there's something. I'm telling you, man. If people if people don't want any of that kind of stuff, they're using other things anyway. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? There's but these are cheap. They've been using the GPS stuff since like the 80s. Have you not seen James Bond movies? Yeah, but these are these are very cheap. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And, on, on the cheaper, yeah. And available to anyone. Yeah, and and hopefully they fix all this stuff and make it even better and they tighten it up. Yeah, I don't know how they could, but these two women. Okay, so. The two women accuse Apple of negligently 
releasing a dangerous device, minimizing concerns about threats surrounding AirTags, and then misrepresenting the safety of the product by calling them, quote, stalker-proof. So in the lawsuit, they say AirTags have revolutionized, revolutionized the scope, breadth, and ease of location-based stalking. With price points of just 29 bucks. it has become the weapon of choice of stalkers and abusers. The one woman from Texas, one of the women in the lawsuit, says she was stalked by an ex-boyfriend who tracked her using AirTags after their three-month-long relationship ended. This scumbag put an AirTag on her car. He colored it God. with a Sharpie so it blended into whatever he attached it to and covered it, wrapped it in plastic so she couldn't see it. Oh, no. That's so scary. And she only found out about it after she got a no notification on her iPhone saying that an unknown air tag had been tracking her. And nobody at Apple could tell her how long the device had been attached to her car. The other woman uh, said that her former husband used an air tag to follow her movements by putting it in their kid's backpack. After she tried disabling the first one, another one shut up. Another air tag. Wow. So Apple in February updated their safety and privacy features for AirTags following multiple reports of something like mm -hmm. this. And in a statement, they said AirTag was designed to help people locate their personal belongings, not to track people or another person's property. We, of course, we condemn. We condemn this in the strongest you know, possible terms, any malicious use of our products. Yeah. They're like, only we can track everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you read our terms of service? So I don't know how you would solve this problem. As far as what? Like, on, on, on what side? Stalker proof. To make them stalker-proof? You can't, man. You can't. I, could, I could take this piece of paper and turn it into a device for stalking. You I'd know, like, love to see that. Yep. It'd be a, some app company come up with some, you know, thing where you just put it on your phone and you can wave it around your car and pick up any oh, tracking like, devices. Oh, like, uh, you know, the FBI would come in and sweep yeah, for... Sweeper. Yeah, sweeper. Sweep for listening devices. Tag I sweeper. guess so. Yeah. Like on your phone. Like, yeah, you pull up an app on your phone, you press the button, and it goes, leave your phone here for two minutes. And you just leave it, and it goes, zero Apple AirTags found around you. Or any, wow. yeah, or or any AirTags. Yeah. Just anything that's in Zero emitted. tracking devices found in your area. I mean, that's the only thing, but like... Surely the tech is it's, there. It's, yeah, surely the tech is there. But at the same time, I remember when, you know, the tech was there for radar detectors. And every time I would drive by Shop and Save, the damn car would go because <laughs> they would think that there was a cop there because of the automatic doors. Yeah. Do you remember that problem? Oh, uh, well, I remember yeah. with, the, with the old radar detectors, if you, drive, if you drove past a bank. Yeah, banks, grocery stores, anything that had the, automatic doors would vault. go off. Yeah. Because of the vault of the bank. Wow. You'd get the, you'd get the alert. I just knew it was always alerting me, so I was always driving slow. I remember as a kid, you know, driving with my dad, I'd be like, man, there was always a cop shooting radar right here at Shop and Save. And I remember I mentioned my dad once. I go, did they just, like, sit there and shoot radar? And my dad goes, it's a damn door. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, and I just oh, accepted that as an answer. It was the the sensor on the door. Like, when you walk up and the door opens up and closes, that sensor was setting off the radar. Mm. Samsung makes these tags, too. Ow. I guess all the I'm sure there are a bunch of companies thing. that do the same thing. Oh, I bet so, yeah. Well, I wonder if they have alerts. They're like geo trackers or some sort.
I wonder, yeah, I wonder if, if any of the other companies that make these tags have any other alert, uh, alerts or, or a system that seems maybe better. And we don't have any sweeping devices, huh? So, somebody says, uh, somebody says, uh, what about parents wanting to keep track of their children? Wasn't that a big selling point for the AirTags? Was it? I don't know. There's a lot of parts. There's a lot of selling points for all of it. Like I yeah, said, my, I my, be, my I dog could... got lost multiple times. I can understand that being a use for good. You're not stalking. When I want to know where my kid is, I, it's not stalking. Yeah, <laughs> it's wanting to know where my kid is. Yeah, that's why. That's I mean, that's why this is here is because it potentially has more good than bad. So we, we gotta well, we, we just gotta figure this out. Why There's are you stalking invest- your kid? He's ten. I want need to know where he is. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. The Samsung one is awesome. The Galaxy Smart Tag because you t- you open up your phone and you turn on that AR technology like the augmented reality, and it will literally give you step-by-step directions and, like, glow where yours is. Whoa. That's crazy. Say that again? So you turn on your phone. Here, yeah. look, I'll show you the picture. You turn on your phone, and then it'll then put, like, a little thing on where it's at. So they threw this under the couch. Oh, okay, so that's the one you and put on And it gives you keys. arrows where to go. Oh, neat. Very nice. Yeah, wow, there's a... Uh, like a hot and cold. You're getting hotter. Mm-hmm. Getting <laughs> hotter. A- Various prices all the way up to two grand, but they have uh, starting at like sixty. There's detectors that you can buy, the handheld ones, so you can wave them around your hotel rooms and all this stuff, and see oh, if there's really? cameras or trackers. Yeah, we have a we have a hunting dog. She's a hunter. It's in her blood to chase birds miles and miles and miles and miles, and she likes to run. And the cheapest thing that we had was the old bird dog collars that are hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and you have to pay monthly. So yeah. we were we were paying monthly. For this particular tracker that hardly even works. So then somebody was like, well, try this one, try this one, try this one. They're not monthly. And none of them worked well. As soon as the dog was out in the woods, bye. The dog was gone. Well, as remember remember, remember, your dog ran away and we found the dog? My, mm-hmm. Yes, the, the police in St. Charles found my dog. Thank you very much because we couldn't find her. So do they have like a, like a collar thing you could put the air tag in? Oh, I just have it taped to her. <laughs> I'm sure if you looked up air tag holder for dog, I'll bet you you could find a little yeah, yeah. holder that, that you put on their collar. Probably. I just don't want anything jangling around, so I just electrical taped it. Are you doing it? Boom. There it is. Uh, yeah, I'm just oh, afraid. You could, oh, you could put you that. Just weave, you, you weave put that, that around your leash. Into uh, the collar. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you, you don't have a little dangly thing for your dog? I told you, man. I, I electrical, uh, electrical taped it on there so it was waterproof and whatever. Well, he's, talk- talk- he's talking about, like, you don't have a thing that says, like, you know, hey, my da- my name is Rufus, and here, call this number when I get lost. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's got, the, she's got the name and number. You know what my dog has on? What's that? Uh, it says text this number, not call. Yeah, yeah we have ours, ours probably Mine just says Wilson and then a phone number on the back. It doesn't say it text or call or nothing. You know why? Because if you yours. call the number, chances are I'm not picking it up. Right. Yeah, we have text this number, and it's your number. So and I am always on the alert for it. Because by the time somebody finds her, she's going to be in wherever the heck you live. Probably Wildwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you know, that was like a little tip uh, at the um, at the PetSmart. I remember the first time we were getting, for Cat the Dog, we were getting the collar made or the little tag made. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, you know, it's best to say text this number. Because if you see an unknown number, you ain't picking it up. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yep. I, I learned do, that from this show. I do have to get, I do have to get my welcome. dog a new tag, so I guess that's what I'm going to put on there. Text, you know, your number because you'll see, like, hey, found a dog. Yeah. But if a number calls, you know, ah, oh, it's spam. Great, man. It's a great point. I, I never even thought about that. Somebody's Employee, asking, do, the, pet smart. do those things connect to Wi-Fi or Bluetooth? 
I don't even know. It's they called are it's called BLE, and it's like a different Bluetooth thing. That's not like not like your Bluetooth that you connect to a speaker. It's a different form of Bluetooth, but that's how it connects. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's its own thing. Right. So your it's, Wi-Fi is not going to show it. Oh, I don't know. Like if you're at home on your Wi-Fi, it's not going to be like new device. Yeah, like you know, Tommy, oh, know. Tommy down the roads thing. I have no idea. I don't have any of these things. I think they're cool. Yeah, I, I check on them every time I'm, I'm flying or whatever just to make sure the, the thing still has life. Yeah. And I put it in the guitar. They're both in the guitar case right now. So. And that's what it's used for. I mean, that's what... I've had enough airlines lose mm-hmm. these things and tell me they don't know where they are and all that kind of stuff, and these are my life. That's using it for good, life. not for evil, for nefarious reasons. Yeah. Which doesn't... Anything could be used for evil. So I don't know what these women, as far as their lawsuit goes, what they're expecting from Apple. Or what they're going to get. What they're going to get. I think they want Apple to admit, like, hey, this could be used for bad reasons. But can't their phones be used for bad reasons, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Anything could be used for a bad reason. Hey, I have this coffee tumbler. I could take this thing and smash over the head with it. Yeah. If you do that, I am definitely going home. Because that's going to hurt. I'm going to need to lay down. Just saying. If I smash Moon over the head with it? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) If you smash Moon over the head with this, I'm going to have to go home and lay down. uh, Take me with you. I understand. Uh, Today's Team Bridge Member of the Day is brought to you by Copper Fire Barn Eatery in Belleville. From St. Louis, Nick Ward is our Team Bridge Nick Ward. Nick is a longtime Rich Show listener. Nick always uh, tries to stay involved with the Rich Show from attending events, sending in emails, and attending Rich Show blood drives. Thank you very much. Uh, Nick says his favorite part of the show is, without a doubt, when the guys don't agree on any topic, big or small. But that tends to happen. Uh, Nick Ward from St. Louis is our Team Riz member of the day. Get a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. And I should mention... Since this is our last week of shows for 2022, you're going to have to re-sign up for the Team Bruce Member of the Day thing for yep. 2023. So re-sign up when, when that becomes available. Next week? I would assume. I would assume next week. Yeah. Go back Let's and see. re-sign up. We throw out all the entries and then start anew. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz. Now, cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in-demand careers. And Centric can train you for a career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in just four months. With Centric's hands-on program, they teach you the actual job skills you need to get started. No history, no biology, just technology. And that's how they do it in just four months, even if you have no IT experience. And you could do it online, or you could do it in person. You could do it in the evenings, or you could do it during the day. Whatever works best for you. They're flexible. If you are interested in a career in cybersecurity, call Patrick Nealon at Centric Training. He's going to walk you through Centric's cutting-edge program and show you everything Centric does to help you get started right now in your new IT career. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com STL. C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com STL. 
cybersecurity is a problem for every business in St. Louis, you can be part of the solution. Hey, Moon here, and the holiday season is in full swing. 2023 is almost here, and our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976, invite you to come in for year-end deals on new tires and expert auto service. Drive in today to make sure your family's vehicles are in tip-top condition for the harsh winter weather ahead. You know, Dobbs is the area's largest retailer of tires and expert auto service, and with 42 store locations to serve View, Dobbs is so convenient. No matter what you drive, car, light truck, van, SUV, CUV, hybrid, or EV, Dobbs has the tire brands you want at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. And the quality parts and state-of-the-art technology and diagnostics to service your vehicle right the first time. For new tires and for expert routine service, preventative maintenance, factory scheduled service, and complex engine and diagnostic repairs, whatever you need, you can count on the friendly and professional team of associates at Dobbs. Check out Dobbs year-end deals on tires and auto service now at go2dobs.com. Then get into Dobbs to make sure your family's vehicles make it through the winter driving season. Remember, at Dobbs, you'll be in, up, fixed, and out the same day. 42 locations. Click on go2dobs.com for year-end deals today. Hey, this is Jim Brewer, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And by the way, happy birthday, Riz. Yeah, take your shirt off. Blow a horn. Good times. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Make Culture Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz, the socials, at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, Show 1057thepoint.com. Moon, you are singing with El Monstero Friday, correct? Yeah, this is uh, coming up in just a few days, Friday. I think, are you, I think are, it's the first show. Are you doing your normal, the normal song you do? Well, I've done three or four different ones with them, but this is the one that I've done the most, Have a Cigar. Okay. What else, what other song have you done with them? I have done Welcome to the Machine. Uh, okay. with I the, never saw uh, that one. Dude, it was amazing. It was at the amphitheater. I had the, uh, the orchestra behind me. Started the show off with Welcome to the Machine. And I did another song. I don't remember the name of that song. Mm. Um, it was, it was, um, I was the mother. There was like a whole like production. Oh, I, I remember was, that. I was the mother. I came out as the mother and there was a, a singing piece and I don't remember it because, uh, you know, I learned it that year. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm the Pink Floyd enthusiast in the room. Yes. And I am, I am the Pink Floyd actor. Uh, or admirer from sometimes afar, sometimes yes. involved. Yes. I, dude, I, I'm telling you though, I, I didn't know much Pink Floyd stuff until I started singing with El Monstero and I'd sing and then go out and watch the rest of the show. And I'd always go home going, holy crap, what was that? I got to hear that record. What, 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 uh, the one that they did last year? Was it last year or the year before where they did Animals? Is that, yeah. Is yeah, that the record? Yeah, that's, that's an, that's holy a, crud, that record rules. A, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. The visuals that they put to it, I was mesmerized. Listen, I love Pink Floyd. El Monstero really does it justice. If you haven't seen El Monstero before. I mean, it's a, it's a yearly thing they do at the pageant. It's like, it's a, it's like a residency. At yeah. The pageant over the Christmas break. And, 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 uh, a couple of the shows are sold out already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe most of them might be sold out. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they always sell I think, well. But I, I think there might have been, like, one show that had, like, some tickets available. The, you know, the visual element to it, you know, with the lights and the backdrop, uh, the music is terrific. It's an all-star band. The all-star band of, of St. Louis. John but, Pisoni, who was just in Punk Rock Christmas, he's, he's the drummer. Uh, I mean, they are just absolutely mesmerizing. And I will say it, because you're a Pink Floyd uh, enthusiast, and you love El Monstero. I'm a guy that didn't know anything but the singles, and I am an El Monstero absolute fan. 
because it gets you. You don't have to be a Pink Floyd fan is what I'm saying. I'm the perfect example of I sat there for the entire three hours just going, oh, my gosh, I love everything. Well, I want to bring it up because uh, Mission Taco Joint down in the loop uh, and the band El Monstero are are teaming up to help uh, Jeff's family. And they, awesome. did a, they did a story on, on Channel 2 uh, yesterday, and uh, listen to this. El Monstero and Mission Taco are working together to support a family. Jeff Burton was a personality on 105.7 The Point. He died in August from cancer. On concert nights, Mission Taco will donate a dollar from their Three Little Piggies burrito. The money will go to the Jeff Burton Family Fund. That will be on December 16th through the 18th, 21st and 23rd, and December 30th. Just head to Mission Taco in the University City Loop. That's at 6235 Del Mar Boulevard. That's very nice of them. Thank you. So cool. So cool. So thanks to Mission Taco Joint and El Monstero. That's, that's very nice. So I, t- mm-hmm. I, I don't think Julie knew about this, Jeff's wife. I don't think I told she her did last either. night. Yeah, I don't think she did either. Because uh, I, t- I was texting back and forth. I said, hey, it's really cool what... El Monstero and Mission Taco are doing. She goes, what are they doing? I sent her the the link. She's like, oh, my God. So that, that's very nice. Thank you guys for, for doing that. That does mean a lot. I know it means a lot to Julie, and, mm-hmm. and it means a lot to us, too. So thank you. All right, let's uh, do some news. some news. And your news being sponsored by West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. And another another Julie helped put that together. I just want to say thank you to her. Oh, Julie she, Lolly, yes. Yeah, she really helped connect all that and put all that together. So thank you, Julie. Yeah. Yeah, she sent us a link and all that stuff. So thank you. Uh, we are what, 12 days from Christmas? Mm-hmm. 12 days exactly from Christmas. So, we do this every year. How much would the 12 days of Christmas run you this year? (laughs) PNC Bank does an annual study on how much it would cost to buy everything from the song. Uh, And the answer is... Well, firstly, let's review. uh, Because I didn't realize... I had the entire breakdown. I was going to say, I didn't realize what was in that until I had to learn the song, and we did it for Punk Rock Christmas. I have exactly how much each item costs. It's an absurd amount of birds. It's an absurd amount of birds, yes. What a terrible gift giver. You guys say, I'm a bad gift giver. This guy's giving people drummers. I will tell you. I will tell you that the cost for all 12 days of Christmas items, it's up over 10% from last year. It will run you $45,523. Or if you bought the items over and over each day, like the song suggests, that's 364 total gifts. That would be over $197,000. Jeez. But we'll just say you're getting me each Yeah, just, just each one thing. Just one partridge. Just two turtle doves. Right. So here's a breakdown on how much it would cost to buy or hire all 12 things. 12 drummers drumming, that'll run you $3,267 to hire them. 11 pipers piping, 3021 bucks. Ten Lords of Leapin. Which was the most expensive gift on the list? Ten Lords of Leapin. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's based on how much it would cost to hire ten dancers from the Philadelphia Ballet. Ten Lords of Leapin. That'll run you thirteen thousand nine hundred eighty bucks. Dang. Uh, nine ladies dancing. That's based on hiring nine women from a modern dance company in Philly. 
Strippers are way cheaper, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> uh, 8308 bucks. Eight maids of milking. That's eight women milking cows for an hour at the federal minimum wage of seven twenty-five. That'll cost you fifty-eight bucks. Well, it's not just the minimum wage. You gotta you gotta rent the cows too. I wonder if they. Well, I would that think in. they would come. Would the eight maids of milking come with the cows? <sighs> That's a question that I have, I have to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to do some research. I'll they get say back it's to fifty-eight you. bucks. I'll get back to you on that. Seven swans of swimming. Very expensive. Very expensive. Yeah. You can get the standing ones fairly cheap, but swimming? Seven swans of swimming, which which it's the second most expensive item. That'll run you 13125 bucks. What's the- Which uh, I, I guess you cannot rent swans. Okay. I was going to say, uh, what's the holdup on that? Is it the uh, availability of swans? Yes. Yes. I guess you can't rent them. You have to buy them. Someone has a pet swan in our neighborhood. Really? I think so. They're rich. We stumbled across a swan, and I was like, what the heck? I mean, those aren't just flying around, are they? I don't think so. This was like, and you know, you've been up close to a swan. They look like cartoons. I mean, they, they're they perfect looking. And this mm. was just hanging out. Say, oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, six geese of land would cost you 720 bucks. Five gold rings. Uh, that is 1245 bucks, up 39% from last year. That's a bigger jump than anything else on this list. It's for five 14-karat gold rings, according to a uh, national jewelry chain. Uh, 600 bucks for four calling birds. Uh, 319 bucks for three French hens. Two turtle doves are running 600 bucks. And a partridge in a pear tree will be 280 bucks. The partridge costs the same as last year, but fertilizer prices are up. So tree, uh, pear tree prices are up 26%. I love how somebody's job was to break this all down. Like, this was their job this year. They said, hey, Mark, go and see the price of pear trees. How much does I'm it sure cost them? They have a whole, plant them? They have a whole division devoted to... <laughs> Hilarious. To this price breakdown. So uh, oh, the wait. answer is 45523 bucks. how much it costs for all gifts in the 12 days of Christmas. Hey, just a heads up, Mizzou people, and I had the story last week. I didn't get to it. Uh, even though... Recreational pot is now legal in the state uh, because of federal law. It's not allowed in places like universities and colleges. That's my favorite thing. That is that is my all-time favorite thing. And not even just universities and colleges, but, like, people immediately think that, like, pot is now recreationally legal so they can just go to Bush Stadium and walk outside where they smoke and just light up no. a joint. That's well, you can also smoke cigarettes legally. You can't smoke everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, if you you can't, while you're at, at least for now, for now, while you're at Hot Shots in Fenton, and you go out to that heated patio, you can't pull out a joint or, or a, or a one-hitter and fire that up. There's, like, rules, man. You got to be, like, at home. Rules, this, man. Yeah. This. Rules, 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 man. Am I wrong? No, no. Rules, and, and, I'm, and I want to explain this thing about Mizzou, specifically. So Mizzou's communications director said students, faculty, staff, and visitors are not allowed to possess or use cannabis on any of their four campuses. Quote, it's not the university that has made this decision. It is the federal government. Mizzou, Missouri University of Science and Tech, and uh, the University of Missouri, Kansas City, and the University of Missouri, St. Louis, all have policies prohibiting marijuana, including with medical cards. Violations of those policies can lead to a verbal reprimand or expulsion for students and termination for a staff member. 
Just so you know. Don't don't risk it. Down with dope. Up, Up with, with hope. hope. <laughs> always say that. You yes, do always you do. Always every, every morning. It's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have used uh, dry January as a way to feel better about overindulging in alcohol during the holiday season. My lady already said, she goes, I think I'm going to go dry January. I said, okay, sounds cool. And, why, and why? I don't know. I asked her why. And she, well, originally she goes, I think I've got a little bit of a belly. And then she <laughs> just said, I think I just want to use January and get the year started off right and be like fitness and working out and eating better and no booze and okay, go that's, for that's it. Okay, that's great. That's great. Now, the only problem with dry, with dry January is what? It's not fun. It's a wet, yeah. <laughs> it's a wet February. Yeah. There you go. So there is a new thing called, I think I'm down with this, dry-ish January. We only drink on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's only binge. So uh, what, so what do they call it? California sober? California when you, sober where it's weed but no alcohol. Weed but no alcohol. Yeah. Come on. We just change. <laughs> What are we doing? We're just changing terminology to make you feel better? How about you just choose good habits and we don't need a name for it? So a survey found uh, that 86% of drinkers would be more likely to participate in dry January if the focus was more about drinking in moderation as opposed to not drinking at all. (laughs) On one hand, it makes some sense. Cutting back on alcohol is easier than abstaining altogether. And a single month of not drinking is probably not that much better for you than consuming low to moderate amounts. But the problem is moderation is so vague that it doesn't force you to make a notable change. It's like saying you're going to go on a diet-ish. Right. Yeah. So does having labels, and and this is a serious question, do, do you think applying a label to it helps you? So, like, let's say you're trying not to drink alcohol in January. Well, normally, or I feel like maybe, I hate to say in the older days, you would just say, I'm not going to drink alcohol in January. And that's what you tell yourself, and that's Mm -hmm. the rule you live by and and the standard you set upon yourself for those 31 days. But now you have to apply a name to it. And I think if we started applying names to it, or or these like catchphrases, because other people are so up in our business that it's, uh, you got to explain yourself. Right. Oh, I'm having a dry January or, or whatever it is. Do yeah, you, like, hey, we're meeting up at the bar uh, on Friday. Well, I'm not going to go because I'm having a dry January. Right, right. Dry January, whatever it is. So usually, like, th- that name is applied because you got to tell somebody. But do you think it actually helps you or maybe hinders you? I think, I it, think helps. it helps. I think, I think it, it helps, helps because I think it gives you a thing. Instead of me going, like, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah, okay, I could say that every year. I could say that every month. I could say that every week. Right. But if I say, hey, man, I'm doing this challenge where I'm trying to lose 30 yeah, pounds a, in a, a month. It's a thing to do. I don't know how much it helps. So, yeah, I, I, can I see know it, it doesn't guess, hurt. I can see how it can be a motivation, but don't you think it also kind of gives you an out if there's like seven different names? So, like, uh, I'm going to have a dry January. Oh, I'm going to go sober. Yeah, yeah, dry-ish. Or I'm going to go sober January. Mm, okay, the first weekend in, um, I'm going to go... S- California, California sober. sober. Uh, and th- you know what I mean? Like, I mean, d- does it not maybe kind of give you an out because there's so many names you can apply to whatever your changes yeah, and are? And you can make up any name you want. That's fine. But the way I look at it is it's better than not. Just, than, just, than not. 
Yeah. Do it. But it like, gives you a goal. I could sit there and I could say to myself and not call it anything, and I go, I'm not going to drink any booze in January. I'm done. No booze in January. I'm out. And that's cool. And that's just me saying something. But if I go, hey, man, I'm doing a dry January. Who's doing dry January with me? It gives me that motivation gotcha. to go, hey, I'm doing a thing. Instead of just me not drinking in January, I'm doing a thing. I don't think it hurts. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, it was, it was a legitimate question. I, I, can, I can see that. I've never really thought of it just because, I mean, even in my youth, I've been an extremely disciplined person. When I want to commit to something, I just commit to it. To what degree it helps? I have no idea. Maybe a little bit, but it's not going to hurt. I, th I think, yeah, that's that's a good okay. point. Yeah, I, I don't think that. it hurts. I think it helps more than it will ever yeah, deter whatever. anybody. I'm just wondering, because it's, it's, it's like the thing. We have names for every little decision. That's your decision. It's your decision. Well, I have nothing have to do to with it. You don't to, even need a name to tell you me. You have to have something to put on Instagram. Uh, heads up if you uh, drive a Subaru Accent. Oh, I'm sorry, not Accent, Ascent. 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 A Subaru Ascent. A-S-C-E-N-T. Is that like the Forester, but a little smaller? Uh, I don't know. what. It looks like SUV. a crossover. It looks like an SUV crossover. It looks actually like it might be a bigger one. Uh, Subaru right? was telling the owners. Oh, it's the SUV. Yeah, Subaru was telling the owners of about... 272,000 ascents. Uh, park them outside because it could light on fire. Okay. What? Is this an EV? No, the company's recalling the 2019 through 2022 ascents after getting reports of only two fires. Now, nobody's been hurt, but they're taking precautions. Subaru says a bolt that holds the ground terminal of a heater may not have been fastened right during assembly, and that could cause the terminal and surrounding parts to melt, increasing the risk of a fire. Whoa. Subaru says that the ascents should be parked away from buildings, shouldn't be left unattended with the engine running until repairs are made. So if you notice or smell smoke around the dashboard or the driver's footwell, shut the engine off, call the dealer, or call roadside assistance. Dealers will replace the bolt and a ground wire and connector holder if necessary. Uh, if you know if you own an ascent, Subaru says they'll call you within 60 days. Dang. Just adds up. That's a big one. Speaking of cars, this might save you a little money. I don't know if any of us will do this, but maybe somebody out there is going to do this. And is this worth feeling like a weirdo every time you drive? So people online are talking about this, this life hack to save money on gas. Just drive around with an open bowl of water in your car. Oh, so you're like you really gingerly about uh, everything. The idea is to, uh, the idea is that it makes you slow down and not accelerate too fast. Oh, it's just the acceleration, yeah, not like turns and stuff. Um, I kind of drive like that anyway. Staying under the speed limit is is more fuel efficient, and flooring it when the light turns green can lower your gas mileage by up to forty percent, according to the EPA. If you want to try, just put a bowl of water on your passenger seat. And do your best not to spill it. Hmm. And one expert says small cereal bowls work great. But don't fill it all the way. Leave an inch or two at the top. I mean, that would probably work if you just filled up a cup. Like if you, instead of a water bottle, just, Where, do, a, just do a cup Oh, like water. in your cup holder? Yeah, I'm sure you'll be thinking, I, I don't want this splashing all over the place. Yeah, I'm going to put it on the hood so I don't get it, my car wet inside. <laughs> That's a good idea, Scott. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, when's the last time you guys or any of you guys have gotten their, your oil changed? Uh, the last time my car told maybe me. Maybe two months Thank ago. Uh, man, it's expensive now. Oh, like 80, 90 bucks. More for me. It cost me $134 yesterday. And I went, damn. Holy I ain't get anything fancy done. 
Look at this just, guy not doing it himself. Damn, dog. There's no, there's, I've never done it myself. There's either, no man. way I'm ever changing my oil by myself because I can barely do, I can barely check the tire pressure <laughs> in my car. Need I wouldn't it. even know. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, I know hey, the basic hey, principles of it. I can barely check the tire, tire pressure in my car. Neither can this guy. What you, do you mean? Yes, I can. Well, the, you bought a tire pressure machine and broke it the second you tried to use it. Well, I bought the cheapest tire pressure thing. <laughs> you did break it on the first tire. Very first tire. Disintegrated <laughs> in your hands. Okay. User error. That was fun. Okay. Just full disclosure, <laughs> on our way to Kansas City, we had the van, and you got a, a tire pressure light went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we stopped at, what's that gas station up off... Uh, it's like on the it's run a, or something. It was yeah. a mobile on the run. Yeah. yeah. On, on the right off of Fifth Street. Right off Fifth Street. There's not many tire pressure gauges they sell there. It doesn't have a gauge. It doesn't have a, It doesn't have one of the gauges on the hose, which, by the way, come on, man. It's 2022. I know. It was mm -hmm. ridiculous. Noted. Ain't going back. So I ran in, and the tire pressure gauge they sold was $1.50. <laughs> it was the biggest plastic piece of garbage. Moon, are you hearing all these excuses? For user error? Yeah, hey, I know what I'm he's saying. I, I know what nah. he's saying. That, that's the, that's I'm going to two-hand that. Nah. I'm here nah. to make fun of him, but I'm on his side. Nah. <laughs> no, I got one on my car. It's like a digital readout. Yeah. Ooh. I know what yeah. Moon's, Moon's talking about. There was one, I can't remember the gas station I stopped at, but there was one where, like, when you put it on to the little knob to, to go, it read it. Oh, and, yeah. like, it oh, automatically yeah, did it. Dude, there's there's a gas station that's out of my way that I go to every time. You know why? Because the 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 uh, air the air hose thing is not only free, it's digital. You set it. Yeah. Yes. And you yeah. set yeah. it on there. It goes. You set yeah. it up to 35 pounds, 36, whatever, and it beeps and stops. Hello, thank you. You have my business. By the way. Yeah, I, they have my business, too. I will buy your gas. I will buy your Snickers bars. I will I, buy whatever you want because you looked out for me. Thank you. I think I said this on the air uh, a while back, but this is something that I just learned recently within the past six months of my truck i go it's set to 35 okay i go to the back tire oh this is low i do it my car goes burp, burp, oh when yeah, it's yeah. at 35 my wife's car does that too those horn honks, those, wow. i went holy oh, hell those those uh those uh cadillacs and and uh, gmc's this is like a higher end gm stuff that that's one of the things yeah, it, it honks we have the technology guys <laughs> we're there somebody here says did it does oil change uh oil price change matter based on vehicle i got mine done yesterday for 40 bucks yes it does Forty bucks. I don't. I think my oil change when I was driving my '97 Mercury Sable was more than forty dollars. I don't know where you're going, but well, you got a big ass truck. I I th think I oh yeah, and it's synthetic and it's all it kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think it's more. I think it's something rather. What, what do we know? Anyway, what gas you, station you're asking owners, us car questions. Gas station owners invest in the air machines that show you the tire pressure, and and dare I say it, have the machines that actually shut. You could set and shut off. I mean, hello. Yeah. Because you will get my business. If you pull up to a place and it asks for quarters, i got to pay oh. for for the air pressure. Oh, are you out of your mind? Yep. This other place? Next place. This other place? Above and beyond. Noted. Thank you. Uh, you guys uh, see what's going on in Hawaii as far as the volcanic eruption? Uh, which is this Mauna on, Loa? Is this on the, on the Big Island? Is this the one that I saw before that's been erupting for the last 40 years? Uh, yeah, the Big Island. Okay, but, yeah. But it's actually flowing lava. Yeah. I think it, it, I you, think it stopped... We and, walked. And it's not threatening anything at this point. It's going into the sea. When I was there in the '90s, you you, you uh, drive up to the highway, and then the highway just stops because it's covered with lava. So you got to park there, and then you walk up on the dried lava, and then you get to watch it where where the black sand beaches are. It's going into the sea, and all the steam is rising up. Well, it's one of the most amazing things. You could always seen. count on tourists to tick off the locals, no matter where they are. <laughs> and here's an here's a really stupid example. 
So Hawaii is having a big influx of visitors thanks to two volcanoes erupting right now. And native Hawaiians are upset because people keep throwing marshmallows in the lava. <laughs> why, why are you messing with that? Why are you messing with that? You know how upset Pele is going to be? Well, and that's the point. Volcanoes are considered sacred by a lot of people in Hawaii, so it's seen as disrespectful. I told you, uh, there was a, while we were there, I picked up a volcanic rock, and my dad showed me like this whole thing about uh, you know re respecting nature, but also respecting uh, the, the local lore and, and thoughts of it all. And he said uh, he showed me this whole article, and it was all about Pele. And if you take rocks off of it, I don't I don't know if it's like a curse or something like that. But I was like, I'm not playing with this. Well, so the I, mayor, set it, I set it down. I, I will not take anything from those islands. You're not supposed yeah. to. And the mayor of Hawaii's Big Island said it might be a social media thing, and people are doing it for the gram. And you got to stop it. We have seen some stuff on social media where people are bragging about going out there, putting marshmallows up by the flow. That's just really disrespectful for all Hawaiians, for us as, as a culture. And, you know, that's terrible stuff. And also stupid and dangerous. And he's worried about tourists getting too close. You're not supposed to be that close. They, they have, like, cones and things. Because it's, it's ever-moving, obviously, so they have to change it all the time. But you're not supposed to even get close enough Yeah, to... you, could, you could... If you get too close, uh, you're facing a $500 fine. Or up to 30 days in jail. Now, this isn't the thing that I saw, the, the, this, this viral video going around with, where the gal slips. And falls into the lava? Falls into the lava. Oh, no, I did not see that. Uh, I don't think you want to. Is it bad? It's what you expect. You seen Lord of the Rings? It's like that. Is it like T2? Oh, boy. But without the thumbs up at the end? Um, With a bright burst of flames. Oh, no. Dang. It's awful. And it seems recent. So is this is this related? I don't I don't know what the video you're talking what about. Am I looking at, what am I looking up? I don't know. I'm not sure. Let's not. No, no, no. Come on. You brought it up. You brought it up, and then you're just going to leave us? Now. I thought that was the story. I thought that's where you were leaving with this. No, this is this. morons throwing marshmallows. Oh, okay. That's uh, Let's leave it there. It's just... No, you brought it up now. It's a gal that's messing around, throwing something into lava, and she slips and goes Did she into survive? Lava. Absolutely not. Oh. Because this says, survivor of White Island disaster says they felt abandoned after eruption, and it's a woman that falls in there. Okay. Uh, I'll keep looking. Yeah, keep looking. Perhaps it was a, a, a fake. May, let's just say. Yeah. Let's just say. So if you are heading to Hawaii to see eruptions or whatever, officials would like you to please leave your marshmallows at home. You found it? It's a fake. She it's, uh, she falls see, into water. Thank, thank God. Is it is it look, is it this one? Mm, yeah, maybe. Let's see. Oh Slut. no, this is different. Boom. And that's the real video is this. Her no. The one I saw. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's so cool. The fact that they changed the water to... Uh, yeah, that's that's well done. Whoa. I don't think that's the one that I saw. I saw someone that was much more grainy. <clears throat> oh, man. Don't play with lava. Uh, speaking of falling, a security guard and a teenager fell down an elevator shaft at a Target store in New York City last week. I saw... I heard about this. This is crazy because this this 29-year-old security guard was trying to stop a 16-year-old from shoplifting. Who knew Target has elevators? You know, if you go in New York City, um, oh, the building yeah, ones, the building ones. They're this. Are, what are they called? City targets or something like that? You're yeah, right. they're I, I they're forgot. multiple levels. Yeah. So um, this was in in the city. Yeah, this was in Brooklyn or something. Uh, so they started fighting and wound up falling down the elevator shaft. Uh, a sixteen year old 
fell on top of the elevator and wound up with a couple cuts on his head. The guard fell between the elevator and the elevator shaft wall, oh. and he'd fallen like four or five stories. Holy cow. And they had to use like a rope system to reach him. He's in critical condition. Yikes. Oh, you found the video? Uh, I found a video. E. And this is somebody. They're, they're, somebody they're messing around? Jumping. And. Bloop. Oh, uh, my. Okay. No way. That's all it takes. No. Is that the video you saw? I saw that video, yes. I don't know how I got on that rabbit hole, but uh, let's just not play yeah. with lava. I think Wait, I think person, they I jumped. Think the or they, it says they jumped. <laughs> I think the I think humankind has found out that uh, it's a safe safe bet to, to just not stay mess with away, that. Just to stay away from it lava. Seems like fire is hot. No way. Up, oh, you're good, Moon. Conscious, clear. Fake. That was a test. That somebody that was somebody throwing. Something like that was as close to a body as they could find to see what would happen when it hit the lava. It was We're a good marshmallow. Guys. Okay, all right. We're good, good. guys. Oh, okay. Happy holidays. We're good. Maybe that's, that was the marshmallow. That's <laughs> a very large marshmallow. Man. <laughs> uh, and finally, in your news, uh, if you feel like, you know, Alexa is already listening to your conversations too much, this product is not for you. Uh, a team at Georgia Tech came up with a device that's straps to your toilet and can diagnose health issues by uh -huh. listening to bowel movements. Listening. They did a presentation last week, the Acoustical Society of America's annual meeting in Nashville. It's called the Diarrhea Detector. It uses AI to analyze the sounds happening inside your poor toilet bowl. And uh, there's a red light that clicks on if it detects something irregular. It also records audio of each excretion. So it can be turned into data and tracked. I hate every word you've just said. <laughs> like, what if I go to the bathroom and it goes, whoa, and they found porn. They found that a healthy bowel movement usually makes a singular tone, while diarrhea <laughs> is more random. <laughs> Hold on one second. I got to go to the bathroom. Like a, more like a galunk versus an all-out war. <laughs> Hold on. I got to go to the bathroom. Ha! Oh, I feel good. All right, hold on. I gotta go to the bathroom. Yep, I need problems. I got problems. Oh boy. Oh Are no. Are you saying one shell as opposed to a bombardment? Yeah, <laughs> yeah more like you know, as as opposed to. See, mine just sounds like the giant cannon. Oh man, I gotta I go know. to the bathroom. I, I, I don't mean, know if that's healthy. I'm, oh. oh. Seems I'm glad safe. they did create this just to find out if uh, uh, if you have a solid and it that's healthy or if it's diarrhea and they can tell it's unhealthy. This for is, now, for now, they're sophisticated. What university was this? This is Georgia Tech. Yeah, for now they want to use it in areas with lots of uh, cholera, so doctors can know early if there's an outbreak. But someday they think the algorithm could be used in things like Alexa devices, so you can monitor your own health. <laughs> I'm wondering if somebody had to actually listen to all the audio samples to make sure the AI was getting it right. Oh, wow. And to me, that sounds like an intern job. Can you imagine walking back downstairs and into your living room and the Alexa says, Hey, Joe, that diarrhea is concerning me. Can you yeah. imagine? Like, I love uh, that. Would you, recommend would, would you like me to call the care. doctor? Your movement's it, fine, it, but you should have wiped. If, you, if there was something that you could put in your toilet that when you did that, 
it would like analyze stuff. Like before you flushed it, it went through the system and then flushed. And then you would be able to go online and it'd be able to tell you like, hey, you ate extra dairy today and it's not agreeing with you. You wouldn't love that? <laughs> uh, Tony, oh. perhaps less you cheese You said no? You, you don't want to know health things about your body? I mean, you can't. Tell already, like, hey, my you stomach get, hurts because I ate no, cheese. You know a lot about your gut bacteria and stuff by, you know, stool samples, and people would send them out, you know, to, to a lab to get analyzed, and that, it could tell a lot about what's I, going on. And, and if I wake up in the morning, as, as long as G- Google or Amazon yeah, didn't who, have my again, I'm always against anything that's over tracking, and this is yeah, just but, furthering. So into let, let's say chaos. ideally, Patrico's no. tech is is available, but you have the data. If used for good. I mean, of course. Yeah, if I all, have the data, yeah, that would be wonderful. If, yeah. all, if all, you know, yeah. if if you know, they're not going to use it for nefarious reasons. But, I mean, this will get, it won't take, take long for insurance to everybody else to, you know, get, uh, ex, uh, be accessible to this so they can see what's going on with you and, and, then and sell charge you, you more sell you and this and that. Medicine. <laughs> Targeted ads, man. Yeah, dude. Targeted ads. <laughs> all right, that is your news. The Rizzuto Show. Weather. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Tony's got some of your emails. <laughs> and I got this stupid list. What is the smallest hill you're willing to die on? <laughs> and I'll tell you one for me. It's, um, I love red delicious apples, right? Yeah. Do you think red delicious apples are trash apples? Yes. Wait, red delicious. Is that the one with the, the humps on the bottom? No, red delicious is, is the most generic of red apples you can ever yeah, imagine. I love red delicious apples. Ba- back in the day, the old generic ones were the Washingtons, uh, with the with the with the stubs on the bottom that tasted the, like wax. Yeah, and they kinda had mashed potato texture. They're shiny, yeah. they're shi- they're yeah, shiny. Red red delicious apples are apples that taste like the blandest apples you've ever okay, had. Okay, so life. you're willing to say that re- and die on the hill that red delicious apples are trash apples? No, I just don't like them. <laughs> For the sake of this, you're willing to die on that hill. Sure. <laughs> you know my smallest hill. We'll get into it. Later. All right, we'll get into it. If you are suffering from facial pain, drainage, pressure, you're tired all the time. It's time to take control. It's time to figure out what's going on with you. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. With their balloon sinus dilation procedure, it's easier than going to the dentist. And it's proven to be as effective as traditional sinus surgery. Not to mention that traditional surgery, it's very painful. Take control. 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF or stlsinuscenter.com. Don't be complacent. Make the call. Make a change because there's an option for you. Feel better and have a better quality of life. Hey, it's Moon from the Rizzuto Show, and I have a serious, serious passion for the sport of soccer. And I'm especially excited because St. Louis obviously has our new upcoming MLS team, St. Louis City SC. Michelle Smallman from ESPN and I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to help folks that may be new to soccer or are looking for a little bit of a refresher course to prepare for the upcoming season. We'll cover everything from basics like what is offsides or why isn't the clock stopping to slightly more in-depth with guests like former World Cup stars, professional referees, players on our squad, and even the sporting director for St. Louis City SC. We thought the perfect name for it would be Soccer 101 with Moon and Michelle. Look for Soccer 101 with Moon and Michelle on all podcast directories or on podcast1.com. Soccer 101 with Moon and Michelle, a safe place to learn about soccer. Listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. We're gonna play matchup with Moonlighter. What do we have to give away? Oh, we got Metallica tickets. 
Metallica. Oh. Well, it's Metallica hey. Tuesday. Hey. <laughs> Whoa. Metallica Tuesday. We got the uh, the two-day sets tickets to give away. How about that? So match up with the Moonlighter. Final time of the year. So people are <laughs> are talking about the, the smallest hills they're willing to die on. Basically, it might be a silly debate, but they are not willing to give any ground in their opinion. Okay. Yep. Moon said that he's got a small hill that, that he's always wanted to die on. I'm trying to think what it is. I know. You got to give us a hint. Like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to. I'll give you. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Then you're not willing to move your position at all. No. Okay. This, is something, this is something that I'm fairly certain. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a never say never guy. But I think that I'm right on this one. And I think I'll forever be right. I think is I it got, about I think soccer's entertainment? One. No. Mm. I think I got one, too. Mine, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you this hint. My daughter, one of my daughters, uh, made me so very proud this weekend when she noticed something and said, Oh, come on. You've got to be kidding me with this. Dishes in the di- in the sink and not in the dishwasher. No, we were at the mall. Parking outside the lines. You're on you're on the track. Parking too close. Taking up two spots. Just, just uh, no parking. You're, you're parking. If you can't park, you can't drive. Oh, if you can't parallel park? Uh, I'm talking any parking. If you can't park well. If you can't get well, your car within two lines. If you cannot park well. Never mind the lines. Let, 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 let's just be reasonable. This guy was within the lines. But, I mean, his his the corner was all the way over by my door. And it was just absurd. And my daughter, my <laughs> my freshly teenage daughter, actually said, what is this guy doing? you got to mm. be kidding me. How does he drive out <laughs> on the road if he, can't, if he can't do this <laughs> simple task? How is he safely out there? And that is my hill. The whole driving test should start with 20 minutes of every parking scenario. And if you don't ace it, we don't get on yep. the road. Okay, I'll, I'll be on that hill with you. Yeah, that's a good hill. It's a good hill. How can I trust you? Yep. Your decision-making you, you is 70 not, miles an hour? If you could not put your car between two lines that are way... Plenty of room on either side. Yeah, or... or plenty of grace. Or, or you're not going to try to park here because, of, oh, you got to go over here because you're intimidated? Oh, my God. If, if you're intimidated in a parking lot at zero miles an hour, I don't want you on the road. Yeah, if you can't put your car between the two lines with, with grace on either side, how am I to trust you with my family in the car and you're driving 75? That's yeah, what I'm saying. Right. And you're it sounds right. like I'm joking, but I'm I'm totally serious. Stop this is as serious as a heart attack. This is as serious as a car accident. Because, listen, man, if this is too much for you, if you get stressed out in a parking lot in this scenario... You're not ready, yeah. and, and you're and not saying you're not saying. I'm not first saying I'm not go. saying you're a bad person. I'm first not saying go. anything about you except for I don't trust you, and I don't want you on my road. I've watched many people pull into a parking spot and then kind of go, "I don't think I'm in here right," and then back out and adjust. You've admitted your mistakes. You've corrected them. Thank you. But it's the ones that pull in that are th- three quarters in the spot next to them, and they go, "This good." Yeah. <laughs> But also, we're in Missouri where the parking spots are huge. You know, you could fit a boat or anything else in these size spots. I can't imagine folks from uh, this area going out to a big city where they have tiny little spaces. And That's a pretty big hill, though. You think so? Oh, that's, people, pretty, that's a pretty big hill. But, but everybody always one. thinks I'm joking. No, they always push on me about no, it. No, I'll tell you a small one. Okay, if you sneeze and I say bless you, that should cover your whole sneezing session. Yeah. <laughs> People don't believe I, it, I it does? 
Oh, you, the people they want to they want to sneeze for every they want to bless, bless you for every, for every sneeze. sneeze. Get out of here! I think one bless you should cover your whole sneezing session. You usually do you sneeze in groups or was that Jeff that sneezed? I in sneeze groups? usually. You sneeze in groups, and in the office you would sneeze, and either myself or Jeff would go bless you, and then there'd be two or three more after that, and nobody would say a word because we got you already. Yeah, yeah, it's, already it's, got me. I've yeah. covered you for the episode. I, I would just me. say it's twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yes, this is valid. This bless you is valid. No, it's for not. No, it's valid minutes. for the little bloop. It's valid for the for the whatever session it is. Six minutes later, if he sneezes again, I'm saying bless yeah, you. Yeah, I deserve another bless you. Oh, you think so? It expires after five minutes. It expires after that session is over. Well, when do I know the session is over? Because okay, he's talking about he's not talking about like a chew, and then a minute goes by and a chew. He's talking about a chew, and I go bless you, and he goes thanks, man. Oh, here goes another one. Oh God, here goes another. Okay, I'm good. I'm so good. I got to do good. this every five minutes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Not much of a You've hill. just been rude your whole life. You just didn't realize it. Well, that's fine. Uh, tiny and jumbo paper clips should never be mixed. Oh, boy. Yep, I agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, same, for, uh, same for these guys. These are, like, these, the clips. These, these oh, yeah, like the, the, big, the, the binder clips. clips. Yeah. Binder hey, clips. Hey, Riz, here's one of mine. Randy Newman could write songs, but he sure as hell can't sing them. Get out of here! That's unfair. I'm willing to die on that hill. I will. I will be the king of this hill. Yeah, but those songs wouldn't be those songs if it weren't him singing them. If he had just written well, for somebody you, else, you'll never know. Oh no! I think uh, instead I think, we've got uh, we've got the real life cartoon singing them. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said you shouldn't put ketchup on fries that people are sharing. I, I agree with that. Put, I don't think you should put ketchup on fries. Period. period. Yep. You should. You think you they dip? Always you always dip. dip. Yeah, those are dips. Always dip. Hmm. I'd like to control how much or how less of ketchup is on each and every fry. Thank you. Well, especially if you're sharing. Yeah, but, the, but, but what then, if it's like in and out or something where it's in a little uh, boat, the you boat. know, and, and it's kind of easier just to do the ketchup thing and or, use or a it's, fork? Yeah, or it's melted cheese fries or poutine yeah. or something like that. I think you're I think you're wading into waters so you don't want to really fight because I mean because then you can start doing the nacho argument. What about nachos covered in cheese? Are these only dippable? No, they're different. Those no, are nachos. No, no. We're These are French fries. Okay, I'm going to die on the soul. <laughs> uh, Reese's trees should be called treases. No, stupid. <laughs> That's pretty good. That one's really good. Uh, olives should be called greases pieces, which I'm down with that. Mm. Uh, somebody says you're not a small business owner if you're in an MLM, which is multi-level marketing. People want to die on that hill. But all businesses... Yeah, but calling yourself a small business owner. Oh, I see, I see. But okay, it's no, yeah. it's no different than selling hammers. You're not making the hammers; you're still selling the hammers. Uh, this is the. Um, that's not what I'm on. This is these are people. Yeah. yeah. Somebody I'm said. Saying that argument isn't very deep. Somebody said you're not a small business owner if you're in a multi-level marketing thing. Hmm. Uh, we should normalize uh, sanitizing our belts. Just think about the belt you're wearing. Mm-hmm. And I read this. Yeah. I read this, and I go, "This person is absolutely right." Because what's the first thing you touch after finishing on the toilet? Your belt. Have you ever cleaned your belt? Never. 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 Interesting. It's a great point. Yeah. Who has cleaned their belt? Anybody? No. Show, I, of, show I, of hands. Nobody. How do you do it? <laughs> I mean, how would you clean it? Just run a sanitize, like sanitizing yeah, I guess, thing? I guess it's a wipe. A wipe? Wipe down? Never, I've never wiped down my belt. 
So some, some people wow. are confused. Some people are confused. These aren't just our complaints. Like somebody said, clear your car of snow before you drive it, especially after a snowy day. That's not a small hill. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. No, we're talking are, about the littlest thing. That's silly, silly debates. That's a law, isn't it? Yeah. These are, these are yeah. Well, somebody says beauty pageants for children should be illegal. 100%. 100%. I think that's a more serious note, but, but yeah, that's a that's a that's a serious kind of argument to be made. You had, you'd mentioned the apples before before yeah, the break. Red you delicious. mentioned red delicious apples. Okay, I'm willing to die on the hill that purple grapes are garbage. Oh, that's Whoa. a dumb thing to say. What kind though? Because there's a bunch of purple grapes. All of them. What? No, no. Now I tell you what. If you're about to say seeded grapes, seeded, seeded grapes, grapes shouldn't exist. Should period. not exist. Seeded. The other day, oh, we, grapes with seeds. You, there's something seeded, special about the ones. Seeded grapes on dirty. Seeded, no, seeded grapes would mean right. The seeds have been removed. Nah, it's seedless. We we got some seed. We got some. Are you sure? Because seed, when you see, we got some seedful grapes, and uh, I cut them in half, and then used the knife to just pry them out. And yeah, it was more work, but it was rewarding. No, it's not. It is. Cutting, <laughs> cutting grapes in half, there's something that changes the whole vibe Man. of it. It's pretty awesome. Pulling, pulling the grapes off. My grandma had a, a vine in her backyard, and as a kid, man, it's just so fun. And, yeah, they had seeds in them, but they were so good. They are so good. good. And they're usually big and hard, like they're yeah. really nice. That yeah, great, but if, you, if you pop a grape in your mouth and you're not aware of yeah. the seeds, <laughs> that's <laughs> when it's and, a problem. And you bite down and you go, ooh. This yeah. is a texture I was not expecting, it's like a, and it's like a bitter. Bitter grime. By the way, Riz, yeah. just, just so you know, it's seeded and seedless. Okay. Seeded means seeds inside. Seedless means we've removed them. You know what I'm saying, though? Seeded? Yeah, I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I, listen, I had to look it up. They're not standing. They're seeded. Yeah. The sense. act of taking the seeds out. <laughs> oh, man, here's a good one. Who buys, Ooh, man. Who buys seeded grapes? We know. do on accident. Yeah, no, no. accident. You're not talking about. You're talking about like purpose. who goes like, see if they see it at grapes. Well, the, the funny thing is, like, uh, my wife will have a, a a bag of grapes and it says seedless, but there's a giant ones, and I'm like, oh. Every once know. in a while, there's one in there. And then like half of those are seedless, and half of them have seeds. Yeah. But real quick, I I don't know about you guys, but I want my grapes to almost be as crunchy as potato chips. Give me a crunchy grape. Hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cold, and, cold grapes. Cold crunchy and grape. The yep. big crunchy ones have seeds in them. Sometimes. Uh, Team Riz member Ben chiming in here. He says, here's my hill to die on. Do not be nice while driving. Quit waving me on when you stop at a, at a stop sign first. Don't slow down traffic to let somebody over. Don't wave someone out of a parking lot on a two, on a, on a two four lane road. Yes. For the love of God, just obey the laws of the road. And everything's going to work out. Yes. Just get from point A to point B. Yes. The yes. four-way stops yeah. are not the place for pleasantries. Yeah, we don't need all your... Just your, go when it's your turn. Your yep. courteousness. Your, we, we don't need if a hall right, monitor. You go. To the right. The person to your right has the right of way. Yeah. I'm always uh, baffled with that whenever you're sitting there and you see a car that's like, you know, in the, there's a four-lane road and there one's as close to the middle. And they're stopping trying to let a car come out of a gas station and, you know, then everyone else is about to get hit and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, but the, I mean, It isn't nice. Think about it. We're at, we're at a four-lane, uh, you know, inter intersection and two people pull up and it's me and somebody else and somebody else says, go ahead. And I'm like, who are you to change the rules? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm be, I don't. I'm gonna, I'd rather be safe. I just keep going. I'm going to be nice. You go ahead. Who so, do you think you are? Somebody said the Oxford <laughs> comma. Use it. What's that? They still have those available? 
The Oxford comma is the comma that goes at, like, so if you're listing things. Yeah. The Oxford comma is, I don't think it's grammatically correct, by the way. It's the comma before the end. Like, before the A-N-D. So, I have. So, if I say, I have paper, I'm going. Yeah. I have paper, cup, and pen. The Oxford comma should go before the end pen. Oh, yeah. I remember getting that wrong. In That's not class. right? No, I, I think it's grammatically incorrect. Really, <laughs> it's it's only if you have other commas before it. It can't be. Oh, it's, yeah, it yeah, can't yeah. be the only comma. I remember in seventh grade English class, I I, I scored wrong dying. on that. You're right. Choking. We got you with a comma. We're we talking about grammar. Yeah, this guy. he's just like, <laughs> I he's can't, to, yeah, he's I hate it. To it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's allergic to grammar. <laughs> <laughs> Right, if you write out a list of stuff. Hey, don't keep going. You're going to kill the man. So, keyboard, comma, mouse, comma, pen, comma, paper, comma, comma, and cup. Right. But if you just say... Uh, but I think it's something grammatically and. correct is the last... The, the pen and cup. Oh, it nope. says it says here the AP style book says not to use it. So if you're writing as far as a reporter or in any type of media form, you don't use the Oxford comma. Uh, but if you write like essay style, you use it. Yeah, we just nerded out right there. So many rules. I, like I don't like it. All right, uh, no time for emails. We'll take a break. Emails in a moment. Take a break. We'll come back with crap on celebrities. How about that? Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. Just remember, you can't park. Can't drive. Can't drive. I'm willing to die on that hill with you. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'll plant a flag on top of that hill. Good. Hey, it's Hal Sparks, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And I just want to take this moment to say happy birthday, Riz, whenever it is. So I hear that the uh, the calendars, the 2023 Riz Show calendars, are selling very well. And it's all to benefit Operation Food Search. It's the Points Annual Holiday Food Drive. To benefit Operation Food Search, get your very own 2023 Riz Show calendar. We just got ours yesterday. They look great. They look fantastic. Make a minimum $25 online donation anytime this month, and we will mail you our Rich Show calendar for 2023. Really nice photos of us. For real, like nice photos. It's a good old-fashioned calendar, and it can be yours with a donation to Operation Food Search. Find all the details and the link to make your donation now at 1057thepoint.com, courtesy of First Community. Proud to support your community this holiday season. All right, today is December 13th. Back in the day, 47 years ago, 1975, comedian Richard Pryor hosts SNL. It was the first time the show ever uses a delay. <laughs> uh, 44 years ago, 1978, the Philadelphia Mint begins stamping the Susan B. Anthony dollar, the first coin to honor a woman. And why was it taken out of circulation? Wasn't it like too heavy or? No, it was it too easy to mistake for a quarter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, 39 years ago today, 1983, I guess no defense tonight. The highest scoring game in NBA history took place between the Detroit Pistons and Denver Nuggets. The Pistons won 186 to 184. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> was it like overtime? It was triple overtime. Okay. But still, but still, that's a. No, I guess we're not playing defense, huh? Nah, we're just going to let things happen. <laughs> That's why I was like when, uh, when what's his name, uh, Wilt Chamberlain set the record for 100 points in a game. 
Yeah. Did nobody decide to? Are we not passing today? To, to pick up on what was happening? Well, we're not passing. <laughs> Wilt, I'm open. Guys, pass it over here. Guys are going to pass it to him again. That guy. Wilt Chamberlain, 100 points, zero assists. Uh, 37 years ago, 1985, the movie version of Clue was released. I think we talk about this every year. Every year. It had three different endings. Now, on the DVD, you get all the endings. But at the theaters, you'd only get to see one. So newspapers, remember when you had, had to look up the movie listings in movie theater for um, in newspapers? Newspapers advertised which ending was playing there. 26 years ago, 1996, the movie Jerry Maguire was released. 25 years ago, 1997, Norm MacDonald anchored SNL's Weekend Update for the final time. 19 years ago, 2003, former Iraqi President Saddam Hussein captured near his hometown of Tikrit during Operation Red Dawn by U.S. forces. That same day, uh, let's see if you can get this, Cardinal fans. The same day, Cardinals, the Cardinals traded J.D. Drew and Eli Marrero to the Atlanta Braves for who? One more time. Say it again. This day in 2003, okay. the Cardinals traded J.D. Drew and Eli Marrero to the Atlanta Braves for who? Adam Wainwright. Edmonds. Adam Wainwright. Wainwright's the one I'm going. It was one. It was one. It was. It was. Adam Wainwright was part of that deal. I don't know who else, but 100 percent Adam. Right. Wainwright. Adam Wainwright was yes. Was part of that deal. Oh man, if you can name the other two players, they're not names, right? They're not. They are, big they, names. We know the names, right? But they're not big names. Rex Hudler. Um, give me Morrell. a position. No, no, give me a position. Pitchers. Uh, Tom Pagnazzi. Michael Waka. No. Uh, three. Now Waka, Lance Waka Lynn. Was, Waka was after that. No, that was after. Ray King. Oh, man. Yeah, he's and good Jason in the front Marquee. yard. Jason Marquis. Damn. Both of those dudes. I loved both of those Ray guys. Ray King, Jason Marquis, Adam Wainwright for J.D. Drew and Eli Marrero. I don't know if you remember this, Dang. but remember, out of nowhere, Ray King just added me as a friend on Facebook. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> what? That's right. We were sitting in the office one day, and I looked, and I go, uh, Riz? And he goes, what? I go, Ray King just added me as a friend on Facebook. And he goes, the Ray King? And we looked, and I'm sure as hell, yep. there he sure is. Sure as hell. That's wow. awesome. Uh, 15 years ago today, 2007, the Mitchell Report was publicly released. It listed the names of 89 Major League Baseball players who presumably tested positive for uh, performance-enhancing drugs. Nine years ago today in 2013, without any warning, Beyonce just put out a record. I remember that too, yeah. No promotion, no warning, nothing. Beyonce, here's a new record. And six years ago today in 2016, Rowing Pains actor Alan Thicke suffers a heart attack while playing hockey with one of his sons and dies. He was 69. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's all brought to you by Bright House Plumbing Company. Call the best flush the rest. 636-600-0188. Nominees for the Golden Globes were announced yesterday. And remember, Will Smith had just came out and said, I hope my actions will not affect the hardworking team on this movie in uh, emancipation. Well, guess what? Snubbed the whole way through. Well, yeah, he did not get best actor. I know that. Yep. I mean, he didn't get Best Actor. I mean, the movie was completely snubbed. Even though many people expected to get some love this award season, it got completely snubbed. Well, from what I hear, it's not great. No, it's getting like a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Yikes. Really? But completely snubbed. Also, another person that got snubbed, 
Tom Cruise. People said for Top Gun Maverick, he should have gotten some sort of acknowledgement or, or nomination. Nothing. But they did get Best Motion Picture Drama and Best Original Song. Well, I mean, the song the song is big. The movie was huge. So it got is, it, is the song the song by One Republic? Uh, Lady Gaga. <laughs> the Top Gun song? I believe so. Yeah, because didn't it replace the Berlin one? Wasn't that like the- I believe Lady Gaga did a song for this for this movie. Emancipation, by the way, on Rotten Tomatoes, 46%. Oh, it dropped even more. Uh, and now I gotta see what it is. What it is? I believe it's Lady Gaga. Because I know that that there is a song um, by, what did I just say? One, One Repu- Republic. One Republic or something like that. That's huge for them. But anyway, Tom uh, Tom Cruise got, uh, got uh, snubbed on that. But... I do have the full list, okay? I have the full list of everything. I just want to say, you remember Brendan Fraser, a lot of people were saying that his performance in The Whale, that he should be nominated for pretty much everything. Yeah. But people were worried because he accused the head of the Golden Globes for essentially me tooing him a few years back. Didn't he grab his ass or something like grabbed that? Grabbed his ass and was inappropriate to him. Well, just to let you know, that did not matter because he did get nominated for a bunch of stuff. That movie's getting savage too, by the way, The Whale. 67%. It's getting, it's oh, is it really? Really. By, by... On Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's a 67% movie. Whoa. Audience was, gives it 94%. The, the critic, 67%. Say, I thought it was supposed to be so perfect. Avatar... The new Avatar? Yep. Nominated for a whole bunch of stuff, too. Tons of stuff. I mean, That's great. That comes out Friday, yeah? Yeah, it's going to be huge. Uh, So here's some... I got some highlights here, Manny. You can tell me when to just move on. But best drama, we've got Avatar, The Way of the Water, Elvis, The Fablemans, uh, Top Gun Maverick, and something called Tar. I don't know that one. T-A-R, but the A's fancy and got a little whoop above it. I don't know what that is. Uh, Best actress, Kate Blanchett, who is in that movie. Uh, Olivia Coleman from Empire of Light, Viola Davis from The Woman King, uh, Ana de Armas from Blonde, and Michelle Anybody Williams from yet? The Fablemans. What's that? Blonde. That's the uh, Marilyn Monroe movie. That's like oh, rated NC-17. Right. Is that's what it's rated? Oh yeah. This is the one that we saw all the pictures for, right? All the prep and the. Yeah, she looks awesome. But the movie's NC-17. Well, then I'm not watching it. Why not? Are you under the age of 17? No, I just think it's inappropriate for my eyes. Okay. Uh, No, I have no no answers. Best actor, uh, Austin Butler, the guy who played Elvis, he's up for it. Brendan Fraser, the whale, he's up for it. Hugh Jackman in the movie The Sun, Bill Nye in uh, Living, and Jeremy Pope in The Inspection. If you want to talk about... I don't know any of these movies. Yeah, if you want to talk about music or comedies, Babylon, Banshees of... Uh, uh, what is it? Inishirin? In, in I'm, I'm done with this story. Okay. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I, was wait, I, I was waiting for it, man. I said, just let me know. Uh, when so, we start not pronouncing titles, I'm finished. <laughs> uh, scripts about Dolly Parton's Rise to Fame, a musical drama about the life of Britney Spears. Those are among the 2022 blacklist of Hollywood's most liked Unproduced screenplays. So that's what the blacklist is. These are things that are like you will hear, you will see these movies probably in three to five years. 
They are just ideas right now. The scripts are being worked on. They just are not produced yet. Okay, so these will be coming out. Correct. The full list is on the blog. It's huge, man. It's a, it's a super long list these of movies. Ideas. So here are some movies that have previously been on this list that have gone on to be pretty successful. Slumdog Millionaire, Argo, The King's Speech. These are all movies that were once on the blacklist that made it to great success. All, so, all great movies. Yep. So movies coming out relatively in the, in the near future. Madden, which is the story of John Madden making the Madden football game. I'm fascinated about that. Dumb Blonde. Dumb Blonde is the Dolly Parton movie, his, her rise to fame. Uh, also, it's a movie called It's Britney, Bitch, and that is a musical dramatization of Britney Spears. Okay, so these are these are scripts already done that Hollywood executives like but have not turned in yet to... Right. To, okay. Yeah, these trying are trying to get the, my, my head around. Yeah, the scripts are done. They're just unproduced. They're just they're just not. They're like a studio hasn't bought them yet. But these are all movies that people are like, that's got potential. So the full list is up on the blog, and it's absolutely great. The most voted for scripts is uh, these are these are the premises of these. A movie about the Four Seasons total landscaping. That's the small business that was made famous after the 2020 <laughs> presidential election. We're in front of the Four Seasons right. landscaping. Yep. The, pre the Giuliani press conference. Yep. Uh, the making of the holiday classic, It's a Wonderful Life. So okay. it's basically the making of that movie. And all about the post-Olympic career of Michael Phelps. Yeah. I find all that fascinating. So we'll see in the future which one of these movies or which uh, any of these, if they uh, you know are successful or not. Jennifer Coolidge, who is she? Or at least what's she most famous for? Stifler's mom. Stifler's, Stifler's mom. And then everything with Christopher Guest. She is, is self-admitted to saying that playing the part of Stifler's mom got her a lot of action with young dudes. Like, yeah. she has admitted that in the past. But here's one of my favorites. She said the youngest dude that she ever hooked up with, it was in a hotel room, she was in the bed with the guy, and she said, man, I really need to go get my hair done. I need to get a blow dry. And the dude goes, let me call my mom. So in the bed with this guy, this guy called his mom, who was younger than Jennifer Coolidge, and she gave her a recommendation to go get her hair done. Good on her. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And if you ask uh, Jennifer, she said that it was a very nice salon and, and, and they took care of her very well. But I just thought that was hilarious that Jennifer Coolidge is the youngest dude she ever hooked up with, called his mom to ask for a recommendation of a hair place. <laughs> there was a show in San Francisco. Happened on Sunday night. Dave Chappelle. And he brought on Elon Musk onto stage, and it did not go well. There was a ton of booing. Riz, if you want to go ahead and play it. Okay. Ladies and make some noise for the richest man in the world. Cheers and booze, I see. <laughs> Elon. It sounds like some of them people being fired in the audience. Expected yep. that reception or what, but I don't know. There was a lot of booings, and some people say that this went on for 10 straight minutes. <laughs> now, if you ask Elon, Elon says uh, there was about 90% cheering and 10% booing, but a rider in the crowd says that it was definitely 80 20, 80 booing, 20 cheering. Huh. Now, you can go ahead and play the Chappelle clip too that I put in there. Okay. Hey, wait, wait. Oh. Weird, right? 
I wouldn't miss this opportunity. The first comedy club on Mars, that should be mine. A deal's a deal, boss. So they ended the show with them do, doing Chappelle's catchphrase of, what did they play at the end of every show of Chappelle? Oh, I'm rich, bitch. I'm rich, bitch. Elon Musk seemed like he was so uncomfortable to be there. I almost wonder if that was like Chappelle, like, come on, man, please go up there with me. Oh, I don't know. He felt, it, it, it's so awkward. And even you heard him go, it, it's, it's nice to be up here. Maybe he's such a narcissist that he thinks he's going to go up wherever he goes. He's going to get cheered. I don't, I don't know. know. Very, very strange. Uh, so I mentioned a Hollywood actor says that Christmas is his Super Bowl. Who am I talking about? Hollywood actor. An Christmas actor. is Super Bowl. Christmas is his Super Bowl. Peter. Uh, Billingsley. No. Yeah, it's a great guess, but no. That's a Chevy Christmas Chase. story guy. Chevy Chase. All right. Okay, so here's, here's the reason for this, all right? And, I mean, it makes sense. He is constantly doing comic cons and christmas cons and they're watching the movie and then they come up on stage and it's he a is, q and a is that that must be recent cuz so i never see him do this stuff this so, year is it's been i wonder if he needs money the odd part is is he's promoting christmas vacation like it's a brand new movie but that's <laughs> fine because the head of his marketing agency says the holidays are always like his christmas or like his super bowl he just wrapped out two sold-out sold out Q&A screenings of National Lampoon's Christmas uh, Vacation. He's got two days in Comic-Con coming up. What's more is that he's got another Christmas Vacation screening booked in Atlantic City next weekend, followed by another one in Michigan where they're going to throw show the movie three times and do a Q&A. He just did that Raising Cane's Christmas lighting ceremony. So he, this dude is he just plays raking the in. He like puts the plays movies on the sells movie, tickets? Plays the movies, and then after the movie, he comes out on stage and does an open live Q&A. Oh, wow. I wonder. I'm sure the movie like, company it does it. Yeah, I'm some, sure the movie company does it and he gets paid. Yeah, some sort of licensing yeah. deal. He's Good. got it. You know what? I mean, yeah. that's how it works. I thought this was... He's uh, been making the rounds on podcasts, too, like crazy. Yeah. He's, you know what? You're yeah, right, Rizzy. Hilarious. He is out and about a lot more now. I, I heard him with, uh, with Bill Maher. Uh, oh, I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah. Chevy Chase is like a dick. Like, oh, for sure. Not, well, isn't that kind of what you want? But if you watch how he no, does it, I don't want anything. He's a what? guy you need to see him on video because he's saying things and it seems really mean. But if you see it on video, it's really funny because he has you know the actions behind it. I, when, when I hear like he's going to be on with somebody who's a decent interviewer, yeah. I want to hear a good interview. But he's got that really, life. he's got that dry, sharp. I'm gonna just, I, so. I don't yeah. care yeah. what you maybe, think. Maybe his humor has worn thin on me. Well, the only character he plays that's like lovable in in, in that sense is the Lampoon dad, yeah, where, he's, where he's an idiot. All the other ones, I mean, he's kind of a snarky a-hole. Like Fletch. And- he, I mean, yeah. I mean, Caddyshack. Uh, uh, I mean, all of them, I don't he's, know. he's that guy. His humor is very dated. Yeah. I don't know. I, I When I hear when I hear that he's being interviewed by somebody, maybe I want a serious guy talking about his life and behind-the-scenes stuff, and I'm not getting that. But maybe that's... You're getting a lot of does, snarky and a lot of joking. Because he doesn't want to give you that. Deflecting. Here's, Chevy Chase... Then don't go be interviewed. Chevy Chase, in 10 seconds, <laughs> what, what I appreciate about him is probably what most people hate about him, and that is that one clip. You remember the one clip from his... Very short-lived TV show where he's got the cake. He's got a birthday cake for like a 90-year-old or something. And he drops it in her lap and just walks away. It's one of the funniest, like most ridiculous. I, don't know if I, know that. I have you no don't idea what you're talking about. Look up Chevy Chase birthday cake, Chevy, the, the Chevy Chase show. Maybe it's because Chevy Chase, whatever you I'm, say. As as somebody who we, I mean I, we interview a lot of people. 
I could sense the frustration on the person who's trying to interview him. And they're not getting what they want. They're getting sarcastic answers, one-word answers. You could tell Chevy Chase doesn't want to be there. And I'm feeling that from the interviewer. But I think that's why I'm entertained by him still. I could tell Bill Maher was very frustrated. And Bill Maher is probably one of my favorites as far as interviewing somebody. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think that's his attack. Just like Norm MacDonald had a very... I don't like it. Unique. I don't like it. I love Chevy Chase. I love his movies. I'm not saying I like the guy or would like hanging out with him. I'm saying when he comes on camera, the reason that I'm interested is because I want to see that. I want to see the consistency in that delivery. If tomorrow somebody said, hey, Chevy wants to come on the show, and of course I'd say yes, I have a feeling when the interview was done, I would be exhausted and disappointed. Mm Mm-hmm. So to every single uh, headline when I'm trying to look up this talk show is Chevy Chase's spectacularly bad 1993 talk show. It was a total disaster. Like they didn't know what they were doing or anything. But one of the clips is him coming out and like saying, we've got a birthday in the house. And he's got this huge like, you know, cake. He's got a two arm it and, mm-hmm. he, he's, and he carries like sheet it cake. And, he, and he carries it over and he just drops it in the lap. And, and you think, leave. Yeah, you think it's going to be like this great, sweet moment. And, and it's that's funny. It's, that's very funny. <laughs> Uh, Janet Jackson is doing a tour, a headlining tour with Ludacris. And it's called the Together Again Tour, and it'll kick off in April. It'll go across the uh, country through spring. A promotional video for the tour. Uh, that was released yesterday, and Janet sounds exactly like Michael Jackson here. Moon, if I... I'm going back on tour, and yes, we will be together again. Is this- Very, very soon. And that's actually the name of the tour, Together Again. I miss you guys so much, and I cannot wait to see you. If I played that and I said, who is this? And you would have, probably some people would have said Michael Jackson, right? Because I think they sound super similar. Yeah, that's wild. But anyway, it is coming to town. It'll be at Enterprise Center April 30th. Uh, Speaking of concerts, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top are touring, and they will be in town on August 17th at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Uh, Some sad news, and and this is a big bummer. Uh, Rage Against the Machine bassist uh, Tim Comerford, he is battling prostate cancer. Uh, In an interview, he said he was diagnosed two months before Rage was supposed to go on their reunion tour in July. He had his prostate removed and hit the road, but he's still dealing with with it. He said that things are, outlook is good, uh, but still, it's something he has to deal with. How old is so, he? I don't have that 50s. answer. We were just talking about his band 7D7D, that, uh, that new song that they released yep. just, just a couple days ago. I'm sad to hear that. Yep. Uh, sometimes you just want to say to heck with everything, crank the stereo and rock soft, right? Right, Riz? Yeah. Rock soft, yes. Okay. Rock soft. Well... If that sounds like something you'd be into, then you're really going to like this soft rock docuseries called Sometimes When We Touch. It's coming out on Paramount Plus on January 3rd, and it's going to profile artists like Hall & Oates, Kenny Loggins, Lionel Richie, Air Supply, Michael McDonald, The Carpenters, Christopher Cross, and more. Yeah, I saw saw the, the trailer for this. It looks awesome, right? It does. It looks absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's, it's, doc- it's a documentary. Cool. Okay, so cool. I have this list here, and I want you guys to participate. These are some Christmas albums that you might have completely forgotten about that were released, and these are from some Hollywood actors here. Actors and so, releasing Christmas and, and some musicians that probably shouldn't be releasing Christmas albums, <laughs> at least in my opinion. Christmas albums, okay. Yep. So... Let me know if you guys want help here. I'll start things off. Kelly Clarkson put out an album in 2013 called Wrapped in Red, and apparently it was just garbage. (laughs) 
Taylor Swift put out a holiday collection album that was called the Taylor Swift Holiday Collection Album, exclusive to Target. And people said she did this because Target asked her to, which, duh. <laughs> I love this. RuPaul has put out multiple Christmas albums. Something in something in 97 called Ho Ho Ho. Uh-uh. Something in 2015 called Slay Bells. And something in 2018 called The Christmas Party. Snowed in and finally it's Christmas. Our Christmas albums from Hanson. Hey, first of all, Hanson's amazing. How, how... These are just forgotten Christmas albums that were put okay. out by celebrities I, or musicians I, I bet that, you they that were bad. forgotten. I bet you those were good records. Hillary Duff put out Santa Claus Lane, which apparently was just laughable. Eight Days of Christmas from Dynasty's uh, Destiny's <laughs> Child. Justin Bieber put out Under the Mistletoe, which he's got some song on there. Yeah, I think Drummer called, Boy or something. That's awesome. No, it's called Under the Mistletoe. I remember it, that song, huge. too. It's that song's still, massive. It's still played everywhere. Who is this? Yeah. Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. Uh, Barbara Streisand put out a Christmas album called The Christmas Album. That was in 1967. Seth MacFarlane. He put out an album, and apparently it was absolutely awesome. Not McFarland, McFarlane, the guy from Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, like a holiday a for swing. Lounge. Yeah, yeah, like yep. a crooning lounge. Oh, that's just great. Uh, Chance the Rapper and Jeremiah put out a 2016 mixtape called Merry Christmas, Little Mama. <laughs> CeeLo Green in 2012 put out an album called CeeLo's Magic Moment. Go ahead and play me some audio there, Riz. Okay. This Christmas album from 2004. From 2004, here we go. Feliz. He is not of Latin descent. William Hunt. Nope. Not a parrot head. We talked about this guy already today. Chevy Chase. What if I said that he was singing this Christmas song on top of a wall, baby? Oh, uh, David Hasselhoff. It's the Hoff, baby. David Hasselhoff's The Nightmare Before Christmas from 2000, or The Night Before Christmas from 2004. (laughs) Uh, Most of it sounds like a nightmare, but you can check out the full list on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash race. All right, I think I queued up that. Chevy Chase. Uh, oh, I don't know what the audio is, but I mean, it's right. tell me. So you sing happy birthday to somebody in the crowd. 1993. Goldie Hawn is holding the big sheet, giant sheet cake with him. All right, he's going to walk to the front of the stage, hand the guy the cake. He just drops it. He drops it on the floor in front of him. He didn't drop it on him. He just dropped it on him. Oh, I thought it was uh, in his lap. No, oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's 100%. That dude probably works for the show. Either way, it was just a funny, it was just a, that's, that's what I think of when I think of his interviews. See, He's, and I think you remember that wrong because it's not as funny. If he would have dropped it in his lap, that's hilarious. He dropped but it in front of him. Right but but think about it. Like, this is his like uh, maiden voyage on a talk show and he's doing his birthday bit and he throws the cake and he just walks away. Uh, that, that's funny to me. I like that. You got to rewatch it. It's not as you remember. Yeah, it's not as funny as you remember. It's actually kind of like... Because he okay. came back and hugged him. He came back and hugged him, laughing, smiling. If he just would have walked away and not done anything, that's hilarious. Oh, man. Well, maybe the idea... You misremembered. The idea there is great. Execution, not so much. Celebrity celebrating uh, a birthday today. Vladimir Tarasenko is 31. Taylor Swift, 33. Golfer, Ricky Fowler, 34. Amy Lee from Evanescence is 41. Tom DeLonge from Blink, 182 is 47. Seven Dust drummer Morgan Rose is 54. Jamie Foxx is 55. Reality TV's uh, Nene Leakes is 55. NBC Sports host and play-by-play personality Mike Tarico is 56. Steve Buscemi is 65. Ted Nugent. How old do you think Ted Nugent is? Uh, he's in his 70s. 
Hawks been around forever. I would say 73. 78. He's a very nice 74. And uh, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Well, that dude is old. What's your, what's your guess? And he's married to like a 30-something, isn't Richard, he? Richard, who, who are we talking Dick about? Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke is, I want to say, 95. He's married to somebody that's in the 30s? Oh, I yeah. I believe so. Get on out 30s of here. 30s or 40s. Ooh. Get on out of here. Uh, his wife... Oh, his, his wife is 50. Oh. Still 46 years younger. Time was very scandalous. 47 (laughs) years younger. He is 97 years old. 97. 97. Hey, yesterday's porno birthday uh, was a woman named, uh, is it Avi Lee Roth? And apparently that's David Lee Roth's daughter. But I looked up. Does David Lee Roth have a daughter? And. Some say yes, some say... I, I, yeah, I don't know. We had it on. We had information that said that that might be... Because David Lee Roth was never married. You never hear about David Lee Roth with women. I'm not saying anything. Oh. Her porn name is Avi Lee Roth, and she is the only one that claims that she is the daughter of she David Lee Roth. Oh, oh. Yeah. She is adamant about her claim that her mom got pregnant by David after spending some time at a concert with him in Spain in 1979. She don't know who her dad is. So she said it's she David, Lee David Lee Roth. Oh. But but am I right though? You never hear David Lee Roth. Well, here's the thing. She claims that David hooked up with her mom after a concert in Spain in 1979. The biggest problem is the band never performed any concert in Spain until Sammy Hagar replaced Diamond Dave, which was way after that. So gotcha. Huh. The only problem is, and the reason that this lives on, is because when Dave is asked about it, he doesn't answer yes or no. Yeah, that's right. He never. He just he, doesn't say anything. David Lee Roth never talks really about his private life, and he's always been that way. He was connected with some woman back in the '80s, but never, but never again. Interesting. They, the famous singer is always asked about whether or not the two are related, and his response, his response was always, "Listen, I slept with a lot of women, and there's been a lot of people in my past that have claimed to be my children." Who knows? <laughs> hey, no, no. Well, uh, they they asked him about his uh, personal life, and he said, "Ah, oh, yes." Now they said, "Hey, is this daughter? Is this your daughter?" <laughs> I don't get it. I asked you, "Is this your daughter?" I'll tell you all about well, it. Can go us on, all about please. Your public- <laughs> well, can you give us a little insight, nah, sir? It's always vague. <laughs> Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Bella Blaze. And today's birthday girl has been in 85 fine films, including Bella Blaze, The Trophy Wife. Okay. Bella's Flotation Devices. Blaze and Boobies. Boobzilla Went Black. Freak of Boobs 2. Naked College Coeds 100. Don't like this one. Stacked and sticky. Oh. <laughs> Pancakes. Yeah, she was, all, she was making breakfast and knocked breakfast. over the syrup. Yeah, man. And who could forget her role in 2015's? And by the way, I saw this title yesterday. I was watching Comedy Central, and the exact same Seinfeld episode was on yesterday. They're real and they're spectacular. Oh, yeah. Terry Hatcher and Elaine in the sauna. Yep. Bella Blaze. Would have been 37 years old today. Aww. She passed away back in 2016. Accidental drug overdose. Oh. Uh, that's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. All right. After the break, for the final time in 2022, match up with Moon. And being that it is the final time, we're going to make it worth your while trying to be one of our teammates. We are giving away Metallica tickets. Tally. 
Talica tickets. It's Talica Tuesday. So we need Team Riz and we need Team Moon. And these are the two-day sets of tickets. So you'll get tickets for the Friday show and the Sunday show. The Dome at America Center. Friday night, November 3rd, featuring Pantera and Mammoth WVH. Night number two, which is Sunday, November 5th, featuring Five Finger Death Punch, Ice Nine Kills. Two huge shows, no repeat weekend, two different set lists. That's a lot of Talica. That's a lot of Talica. Two days of Talica on this Talica Tuesday. Match up the moon next. It's IndyCar driver Graham Rahal, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. You know what? Happy birthday, Grizz. Looking forward to uh, kicking Tony's ass on Sunday. Tony and his partner, Gravy Vega. All December right. to Riz member two, Glory Pro Wrestling. See what I'm doing there, Moon? Smack talking. You're doing it quite well. Going to keep the Riz Show Championship belt at the strap. Warhorse myself. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a fatal four-way. Huh. <laughs> Fatal four way, yeah. So Fatal it's me. So it's 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 Davey Vega, who, who, by, who by the way, we don't even care about the belt. We just want to beat somebody up. You're more than welcome to volunteer for that. Uh, so we've got uh, Boar Horse, who will be represented by Riz. That's not his name. King Scott loves to party, and Laney Lu- Laney Luck is the party. So King Scott will be partying with Laney Luck, the champion. You guys both have beautiful hair, by the way. And then for some reason, and I don't know why, but Dan the Dad has inserted him into the, himself into this match, and he's just like, I'm doing this. He doesn't have a partner because because Moon's already got prior engagements. He doesn't have a partner. He's just inserting himself into the match, which I think is stupid. Yeah, but it's whatever. Yeah, that should probably mind his own business. But just like a dad, just getting up in everybody's yep, up in everybody's deal. <laughs> Good point. Stupid. So December tour is member two. Glory Pro Wrestling this coming Sunday over at the historic South Broadway Athletic Club. And proceeds uh, from ticket sales will benefit the Points Annual Holiday Food Drive and Operation Food Search. So it's all good fun, all for a great cause. Uh, let's do this. And now it's time for Match of this is exhibition. So I have won the season series. That's right. This is for funsies. This is for but Metallica. These are for Metallica tickets. That's right. So, match up with Moon. Simple. Tony will ask us five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates on the phone will win. And they will win Metallica tickets. Tickets for both nights coming up next year, November 3rd and 5th. Two different shows, two different sets, two different openers. A huge no-repeat weekend. And today's contest is sponsored by T.R. Hughes. If you'd like a move-in ready home and take $25,000 off, all you have to do is go to trhughes.com. Let's get our teammates. Uh, line one is Christian in late St. Louis. Uh, Christian, good morning. Good morning. What up? Hey. What's happening? What's going on? Eh, you know, we can do this contest here. Uh, would you like Metallica tickets? Yes. All right, we'll pick one of us, Moon or myself. Riz. All right. We got Moon this. Moon was just very mean to me via <laughs> word mouthing. <laughs> he what? just said some very ignorant things to me via well, word mouth. Uh, no, that's, that's wrong. Didn't like it. Settle down. Didn't like it. Uh, Travis. Yep. You are Team Moon. Let's go, Moon. All, All right, right, Travis. Hang there you on go, buddy. one second. Moon is going to go into isolation. I will receive the the uh, questions first. The Give me something good, baby. First. 
Yeah, what's the theme today, Tony? Holiday. Wow, it is loud. Holiday. All right. Moon's in isolation. He's getting, uh, it's a DJ named Ponzo. He's getting Santa OMG mix. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll take the questions first, and here we go. Matchup with Moon, round number one for Talcott. Riz, what is Barbie's last name? <sighs> I, I want to say Henderson. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say Henderson. Who won? Somewhere. I'm going to give you options here. Who won the 2022 Masters? Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler, or Cam Smith? The 2022 Masters. Give me the give me the options again. Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler, Cam Smith. I'm going to say Scotty Scheffler. Who played Mary Poppins in the 1964 film with the same name? Uh, Julie Andrews. According to Tunecaster, Sex and Candy, My Own Prison, and 3AM were the top three rock songs of what year? 1998. Who was the second president of the United States? John Adams. The 1997 song, in 1990, sorry, start over. This is the tiebreaker, by the way. In 1997, the song of the year was Sonny Came Home. That year, Old Dirty Bastard rushed the stage during Sean Colvin's acceptance speech and yelled, Wu-Tang are for the children. The tiebreaker question is, how old was ODB when he died? 36. Thank you, Riz. Oh, boy. Woo! Woo! All right, good luck. How you feel? Uh, I feel, mm, with some questions, all right. With others, not so good. He he wooed, and then all right, and not so good. Yeah, I think I, mm, man, I ain't going five for five. I tell you that. Well, okay. Then, oh, what do I got? Then that shall be. You my have got goal. the uh, the Christmas classic. Uh, it's a song called "Gimme Dem Gifts," and it's by Futon Wilson. Great. Oh, hit, oh. and hit it. What's up, Moon? Tony Petrico. Hey, dude. What's Barbie's last name? Oh man. Let's see. Uh, how do you spell all man? Uh, is it Mattel? Uh, Barbie? Barbara? 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 I don't know, man. Let's let's move on. Who won the 2022 Masters? Was it? Brooks Kepka, no. Scotty Scheffler, yes. or Cam Smith. It was Scotty Scheffler, and I didn't need multiple choice. You gave him multiple choice on that? That's ridiculous. Who played Mary Poppins in the 1964 <laughs> film with the same name? Julie Andrews. According to Tunecaster, Sex and Candy, My Own Prison, and 3AM were the three top rock songs of what year? Mm. Oh, boy. 97, 98, 99, my own prison, huh? Boy, I thought that came out later, but I mean, I thought Marcy Playground was earlier, like 96, 97. I thought Creed was later. Is it 98 or 99? Man, I don't know. I guess I'm going to go with 98. That don't feel right, though. Who was the second president of the United States? Mm, that would be, uh, let's see, it was Washington. And then, uh, why am I blanking on this? Was it was it John Adams? Hmm. Adams, and then boom, and then, and then Quincy Adams. Oh, man, I don't know. John Adams, I guess. 
The tiebreaker question. In 1997, the song of the year was Sonny Came Home. That year, Old Dirty Bastard rushed the stage during Sean Colvin's acceptance speech and yelled, Wu-Tanger for the children. The tiebreaker question is, how old was ODB when he died? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about ODB. Uh, I'll say he was 20... I'm going to say he's 26, and I think uh, uh, Barbie's last name is... Smith. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I could go zero. No, I'm, I could go one for five here. I just want to mention. There was one that I knew for sure. Before I forget, this Wu-Tang Wilson song is great. Thank you, gifts? man. <laughs> it, is a, it is a good song. Thank you, man. I appreciate that a lot. That's your gift. That's one, your lot of gifts. One Thank for you. five. One, one for, for five. One for five, really? That's what oh. you rate that song? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, All right, man. so Moon is playing for Travis. I'm playing poop. for Christian. That was total and poop. here we go. Let's get the answers. Four Talica tickets. Question number one, what is Barbie's last name? Riz, you said Henderson. Moon, you said Smith. You guys were generic and close. It's Roberts. Ah, oh, I thought it was man. Doll. I thought I heard Henderson somewhere. Why isn't it Doll? That was wrong. Barbie Doll. Yeah, yes. that would have been... Respectable answer. Who won the 2022 Masters? Was it Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler, Schleff, or Cam Smith? Total guess. You both said Scotty Scheffler. You both are correct. Oh, and he's bummed about that, by the way. What? Be because that I gave you multiple choice. He knew it because without I knew it. it without oh, it. did you? I did. I have been anticipating that one particular question this whole goddamn year, and he gives you multiple choice. Oh, well. Never in the past 10 years has he done multiple choice on that one question. That has sniped me every single year. And I'm, getting, I'm, I'm finally prepared. It's in the barrel. It's I'm in the barrel. I'm finally prepared. <laughs> <laughs> and he hands it over to the baby that needs multiple choice. <laughs> hey, you'd be bummed, too, if you finally hey, hey, knew. Hey, hey, hey. If, if you finally knew it, it's the fact that Riz goes, it's in the, it's in the barrel. <laughs> I'm getting ready. You just kept going, and he was I build it up. Well, heck, Love it's it. a tied game so far. Tied Let's, let's right. lose it here. Who zero, played zero. Mary Poppins in the 1964 uh, film with the same name? You both said Julie Andrews. You both are correct. Oh, nice. Look at that. There's one. I wasn't confident in that. According to Tunecaster, Sex and Candy, My Own Prison, and 3M were the top three rock songs of what year? You both said 1998. You both are wrong. Oh, Is it 97? 97? What a bummer. Man. Who was the second president of the United States of America? You both said John Adams. You both are right. Oh, man. Tiebreaker. This is bunk. I don't know nothing about ODB. I'm going to skip all the parts. The tiebreaker question is, how even, old was ODB when he died? I don't even know what I said for this. You said 26. Riz oh. said 36. Oh. And the correct answer is? I bet your moon's going to be right here. 35. Oh. oh. Sorry, Travis. Let me talk to Christian for a second here. Uh, hey, Christian, we won. Nice. I will see you at Metallica on Friday night. I'm going. I'm not going Sunday. Oh, look well, for all me. right look then. For me, all right. All right, I will. See you there, buddy. <laughs> oh, great win. Would you have known Scotty Scheffler? No. Oh, we're gonna cry about that. Did I say anything, man? I you, infer, you, you inferred I, it. 
I inferred nothing. <laughs> you inferred it. I inferred nothing. You're a terrible winner. You're as bad a winner as you are a loser. And that's bad. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie, hello. Hey, good morning. Team Rizzo, Team Moon. Uh, I like that you're busting his balls and playing with confidence. We're going to go Team Rizzo. All right. Hang on, Charlie. Okay. Uh, Mike, you are Team Crybaby, okay? <laughs> All right, copy that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read the questions from Scott's room? I don't know if I want to be in this oh, room right now. Oh, we're having fun. Oh, yeah. You, you, you have a consistent champion and a new champion that thinks he can I've talk I've won two years in a row now. Oh, isn't that cute? And what's the tally? You're Jeez. still losing. No, it's not. It's Yes, you are. you out of your brain? I believe it's Have ooh, you lost hey, your mind? Not even out of your mind. Are you out of your brain? <laughs> I believe it's two and two. It is absolutely not. I've crushed your ass every single time. Until Whoa, this last couple ass. of years. Until and, these and, last two years. And let's remember, there was some controversy this year. The Oreo question. Four facts. If I beat you by one. Four facts. If I beat you by one, it would be a controversy. Facts. Y'all are going to be so bummed when next year matchup with the moon is, what's eight plus seven? Momentum matters. Yeah, you know why we'll be bummed? Because we'll get that wrong. Don't, don't math us. I'm not going to talk. I'm going to read questions. What a baby. You don't get to call names and then not get some I heat back. I can't hear you. I'm on isolation. <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> Your Song soul plays. is in isolation. That's for sure. Hi. Can't hear you. Hi. Hey, what's up, Tony Petrigo? In the fairy tale, who is locked in a tower and has incredibly long magical hair? Oh, man. That is... Uh... Oh, what is her name? Hmm. Blonde hair. Tangled. Uh, I know this. I'm just blanking. It's a cool name, too. We'll go back to it. What is the root word of the word unending? The root word of the word unending. Oh, I guess you're looking for end? Pounds per square inch is a unit commonly used for measuring what? Uh, I'm not sure what you're looking for for an answer here, but it's, you know, it's pressure. But I, I'm, I'm guessing you're talking about tires? I mean, I'm not sure what kind of answer you're looking for. Pounds per square inch is a unit commonly used for measuring what? I'm going to say pressure because it, tires is, I mean, tires is the right answer if that's what you're looking for. According to Tooncaster, in the year 2000, what female pop star sat on top of the song charts with her song, What a Girl Wants? Um, Christina Aguilera. On the Home Depot website, islands are marked for what room of the house? I'm an island boy. Uh, say it again. On the Home Depot website, yeah. islands are marked for what room of the house? A kitchen. And the tiebreaker. In the year 2000, according to the website Tooncaster, One Step Closer by Linkin Park was the number one rock song. It also appeared on the pop charts. Where did it end up on the end of the year pop charts? Okay, do it one more time. Uh... One Step Closer by Linkin Park was the number one rock song according to uh, Tooncaster for the year 2000. Okay, so number It one. also appeared on the pop charts. Where did it end up on the end of the year pop charts? End of the year pop charts. Oh, rock always has a hard time with that. I'm going to say... Man, 2000 was a 
packed year. Packed year with that stuff. Man, I, but, but that, that single did so well for so long. That record was so good. I'll say it was top 30. I'm going to go 22, baby. 22. And going back to one, uh, uh, say, say the question again. In the fairy tale, who is locked in a tower and has incredibly long magical hair? Oh, my gosh. What is her name? It's kind of a long name. It's so easy. Why am I blanking here? You know he's going to say something about you. Take it forever. That's like the That's fourth fine. time. When, every time we get the four replays of this, he goes you know, crazy. I'm end of the year brain farts. Man, I can't, I can't think of it. Something with an H Two. or something. Or, One. Yeah, forget it. Okay. Nope. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. What was that I was listening to? That was a, a an EDM group called Gent and Johns, and that was Turn Up Ye Merry Gentlemen. Yeah, didn't love that. What, what was the thing I was getting with elf quotes? Yeah, that was called Santa OMG. From from who? Ponzo, a DJ. Oh, okay. I did not like what I just heard. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> what am I getting? What am I getting? You are going to get last year's Futon Wilson song, Chimney Creep, The Ballad of Mrs. Claus. Oh, I forgot about this one. This was a hit. Uh-huh. This was huge in Eastern Europe. Yep. In Wentzville. What's that? Huge in Wentzville. Hey, Riz. Okay. In the fairy tale, who is locked in a tower and has incredibly long magical hair? Uh, Rapunzel. What is the root word of the word unending? End. Pounds per square inch is a unit commonly used for measuring what? Uh, pressure. According to Tunecaster, in the year 2000, what female pop star sat on top of the song charts with her song, What a Girl Wants? <sighs> what year, 2000? Mm-hmm. I want to say Aaliyah. I'm going to say Aaliyah. Ooh, man. I'm going to regret that one. On the Home Depot website, islands are marked for what room of the house? Kitchens. Tiebreaker question. In the year 2000, according to Tunecaster, One Step Closer by Linkin Park was the number one rock song. It also appeared on the pop charts. Where did it end up on the end of the year pop charts? One Step Closer? Mm-hmm. Uh, 87. Okay, good. And wrapping gifts with the paper cuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I remembered the uh, the answer to number one. Well, let's see how we did. Yeah, I just blanked. You are playing for Mike. Mike. I am playing for Charlie. Here we go. In the fairy tale, who is locked in a tower and has incredibly long magical hair? Moon had no answer. Oh, I thought this was a gimme. It Riz is. had the just, correct answer. Blanking. Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Yeah, I was just blanking. Oh, man. That's a bummer. What yeah. is the root? Should you have had multiple choice? Of course I would have. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not do that unless it favors you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the root word of the word unending? You both said end. You both are right. All right. Pounds per okay. square inch is a unit commonly used for measuring what? You both said pressure. You both are correct. I'm a 36 PSI guy. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Isn't nice. it weird that I have this question about tire pressure, and we talked about that in, in pretty great detail, and I have a question involving the word island, and we talked about the island. I'm an island boy. <laughs> and we, did not, we did not discuss these questions earlier. Uh, according to Tunecaster in the year 2000, what female pop star sat on top of the song charts with her song, What a Girl Wants? Oh, Moon, you said Christina Aguilera. Riz, you said oh, Aaliyah. you're right. You're right. It's Christina Aguilera. Uh, you're right. 
Rapunzel. You're right. Damn it. You're kidding me, Rapunzel. I could bet what a girl wants, what a girl needs. I could not nailing think. Nailing it. Really? I mean, nailing it right there. Uh, on the Home Depot website, islands are marked for what room of the house? Island you both said, boy. You both said kitchen. <laughs> you both are right. So it comes down to this. This is the tiebreaker. Yeah. One Step Closer by Linkin Park was the number one rock song in the year 2000, according to Tooncaster. It also appeared on the pop charts. Where did it end up on the end of the year pop charts? Moon, you said 22nd. Oh. Riz, you said 87th. I will tell you, one of you is six away. It finished in the year 2000 on the pop charts at number 28. Dang. Whoa. I'm happy for Mike. Moon wins. I'm upset with myself, but I'm very happy for Mike. Now let's talk to Mike. Mike, you won. <laughs> let's go, Moon. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for on. going with me for default. Good work. All right, well. Thank you. That's it. That's, hey, Mike, you win. That's the end of uh, <laughs> Match of the Moon you don't for the year. My hand uh, right I, I'm extending a hand, but you don't want to touch my hand right now. Is it gross? I'm just gross. I'm not. I'm not feeling uh, well. And, I, and oh, the yeah, last well, thing, yeah, you're right. last no, thing, be okay. Nice. Yeah, last it's thing. Nice. Yeah, I, I want the Rizzuto show. Traffic and weather. Not feeling okay. It'd be that. my fault. Don't, don't touch me. <laughs> uh, note, note it though. I did extend my hand. Yes, and I extended as well. On on December thirteenth, twenty twenty two, extended hand for please handshake please denied. This is not denied. <laughs> See, this is the kind of don't stuff forget, that he does. Don't forget on eleven twenty nine, wrong. Eleven twenty nine, Riz is champ. Fingertip shake, gross. <laughs> <laughs> so twelve thirteen, Riz five. Twelve yeah. I did not deny shake. Due to germs. Due to germs. See, this is the kind of stuff that he does. Due to germs. Calls me names so people think that he has got the power. Me? Due to germs. I was going to say, I I am instructed on what to write down. I was was told to write down handshake denied. I wrote down moon denied shake due to germs. Due to germs. (laughs) Due to germs. (laughs) Uh, Sports after the break, and uh, somebody's getting shot with the airsoft gun. It's going to be you, Riz, because the gun's closer to me. Oh, my. What's up? It's your boys, the New Day. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Them boys is champions. Oh, they're champions again, huh? They're champions of the NXT tag titles, yep. Nice. Oh, nice. They were on the show, you know. They were. I'm pretty sure they were right there. Right over there. Hey, I, I know you don't have this in your sports report, but there was a major shakeup in the world of competitive eating this oh, past yeah? weekend. Well, you don't want to shake up competitive eating. I yeah. imagine they throw up after that. I was watching this, and just, it was dis- so About disgusting. About to throw up the entire just time? so disgusting. <laughs> Wait, what? Watching what? One of these... Eating competitions. Oh, you know one, what? Which one was this? Pie, no, 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 no. no. You don't. You don't. You don't even have to specify. Watching eating competitions. <laughs> that's gross. No, nobody will go. Oh, that's delightful. What a nice little competition. It's disgusting to watch I anybody mean, I'll, eat I'll for grosser the, speed. I'll watch the hot dog one. You know, right. just because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a it's a thing. cultural thing. It's a thing. Still gross though, man. It's still gross. Uh, Joey Chestnut lost. The ninth annual St. Elmo Shrimp Cocktail Eating Championship. No, wow. I had all my money on him. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's why he need. That's why he needed the, the five thousand dollars. Is there a new? Yeah, is there a newcomer on the scene? Joey Chestnut has held the title for eight years, but came in fourth this year. Oh my goodness! Three. Jeff Esper took home the gold, eating sixteen pounds and six ounces of shrimp cocktail. Sixteen pounds in eight minutes. Yep. Damn. Sixteen pounds of shrimp cocktail in eight minutes. First place prize, three thousand bucks and bragging rights. Because Joey Chestnut is the Michael Jordan of eating contests. Yeah. Except for instead of like a shoe brand, what would be the brand here? Uh, maybe a bib? <laughs> a feed bag? I don't know. Yo, you got a chestnut bib? Man, those are the chestnut threes. Dude, 16. And there is nothing. Knife closer. and fork. There is nothing. <laughs> they don't use knife and fork. Still, though, it's about eating or a plate. I got me a maybe chestnut a plate. plate. Maybe a plate. Belt. But there's nothing grosser than watching these people eat shrimp cocktail like that. Dude, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, the hot dog ones are okay, and I think that's because it's bread and it's hot dog. But, like, the ones where you get, like, we're like, hey, what's up? I'm Billy, and I'm here to take on this 19-pound burrito challenge. Two bites in, and I go, I'm grossed out. This is disgusting. I know. I will. Wa- I enjoy watching the ones where they have to eat a lot of food. It's the when they have to eat a lot of food fast is yeah. what is disgusting to me. Hmm. Quite the sign. 16 pounds of shrimp in eight minutes. Now, Joey Chestnut, again, came in fourth. He only ate 10 pounds of shrimp. Only. 16 pounds. What does that do to one's insides? What does that do? 16 pounds of anything. 16 pounds of water. It kills you, right? Imagine, like, going into a competition weighing 190 pounds. Eight minutes later... You're 206. Dude, I, I meant to I meant to tell you this. There is a guy who is uh he's just like a TikToker or a viral, you know, YouTube guy. And he took a couple different episodes of my six hundred pound life and he ate what this person ate for breakfast, what this person ate for lunch, and what this person ate for dinner. Was it the Asian fella? No, this was this was just a regular white dude. I don't I don't know who this was. But he ate all their meals. Okay. He gained twenty two point six pounds in a day. Oh my God! Now he's like an ultra runner to where like one day he w- he could weigh twenty six pounds heavier and the next day he's down eighteen pounds. You know, like, but I mean, it, he looked pregnant. Wow. He looked disgusting. But yeah, how do you felt do that? Awful. Like, it how, was crazy. how does the body do that? That doesn't. It just. I can't. They did a thing on ESPN. It was like the science of sport where they showed like your if you eat so much food, your organs are displaced because your stomach grows so big. Crazy for twenty four hours. Yeah, he says I. He ate like a uh, like a my six hundred pound life person for twenty four hours. Isn't oh. it just the height of human something? Uh, I don't I don't know absurdity, comfort, whatever that we're turning gluttony into a sport. Like like we've we've turned it into a spectator uh, sport. I mean, it's not it's not mainstream yet, but well, how is it not mainstream? It's like a sponsored thing that we know <sighs> the stars' names of competitive eating. Isn't that crazy? You know he ate 28,000 pounds in 24 hours. It's because we're fascinated by freaks. What did you say? 28,000 calories, you mean? Yeah, but what did I say? Pounds? <laughs> yeah. he People that can do calories. this competitive eating stuff, they're freaks in nature. Yep. Yeah. That's totally. why we're fascinated. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's not exceptional and, and impressive. I'm just saying, like, what, what does it say? What does it say? We were hunting. We were trying to survive by hunting food and chasing it across glaciers and things. It says the same thing as it said when they were traveling freak shows and we would go and pay money to Yeah, it's wild. to uh, see a, you know the tiniest person. It's wild. 
That's what it is. All right, here's sports. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon. What do you sports brought to you by GatewayHelicopterStour.com. Looking for a heli great gift idea? Then get to the chopper. <laughs> Discounted Christmas light tours available now for point listeners seven days a week. Gateway Helicopter Tours. Dot com. Uh, sad news, Mississippi State University head football coach Michael Charles, Mike Leach, passed away uh, last night, Monday, December 12th. It was just, just confirmed. That's why I'm jumping out ahead with this story. Uh, University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson, Mississippi, said that it uh, happened following complications from a heart condition. Originally, I saw a heart attack, but I'm seeing in all the official stuff that it was complications from a heart condition. He was Which 16. could be a heart attack. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, could, it could. I'm just saying they've. I haven't seen that in recent... Uh, uh, recent articles here. He was 61. Leach, who was named Mississippi State's 34th head football coach on January 9th, 2020, was finishing his third season in Starkville and 21st as a head coach. Of her set. For sure. In front of the 13th sellout crowd of the season at Enterprise Center, and after losing a tough one in overtime on Sunday afternoon, the Blues, Blues actually got an overtime win last night. Hey, go Blues. Braden Shin sent the crowd home happy after a rebound came to him with an open net in front of him. His seventh goal of the season uh, gave the Blues the win at the 2-23 mark of overtime. Blues play Thursday in Edmonton with a start of 8 p.m. Soccer reporter Grant Wall's body was uh, repatriated to the United States soil on Monday, two days after his shocking death at the World Cup in Qatar. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Department of State spokesperson Ned Price confirmed the news during press, brief- uh, 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 press briefings yesterday. The ambassador has been in constant communication with Wall's family, and the embassy has been working nonstop to help fulfill their wishes in the days following the journalist's passing. Now, Price said an embassy consular officer accompanied Wall's body and possessions to the U.S. Emergency responders, uh, re- responders treated Wall at the stadium for nearly 30 minutes before rushing him to a nearby hospital. Wall was only, only in his late 40s, but died after collapsing in the press box while attending the Argentina-Netherlands match on Friday. His brother, Eric, posted an emotional video to Instagram after his passing, claiming that he believed foul play was involved due to Grant wearing a pro-LGBTQ plus shirt to the U.S. national team's first match last month. So we'll see where that story goes. Super sad, though. Big loss. LeBron James' family has yet another reason to celebrate today. The King's youngest son, Bryce, has followed in dad and his brother's footsteps and signed on with Clutch Sports. The agency announced Monday that it's inked the young James to an NIL deal, welcoming the 15-year-old rising Sierra Canyon hoop star with a social media post. Of course, LeBron's longtime friend Rich Paul founded this organization in 2012 after leaving creative arts agency that CAA and has inked some of the biggest deals in the NBA over the last few years, in addition to LBJ. Uh, stars like Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, Ben Simmons, Trey Young, Anthony Edwards, they're all clutch clients. Bryce is now the second James kid to get his feet wet in the NIL game. His brother Bronny signed that deal with Beats by Dre and Nike in October. So like uh, like father, like sons, they're doing very well for themselves. Arizona fell 4-9 and nine on the year with a 27-13 NFL Week 14 loss to the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football at State Farm Stadium. But the team also lost quarterback Kyler Murray to an injury on the third play of the game. This is a big loss. Murray left the game with a non-contact knee injury after running for a three-yard gain. He's scheduled to undergo an MRI on Tuesday but left the field on a cart with a towel over his head. Clearly bummed out. Where does that leave us for the NFL pick'em with a solid loser? King Scott. Yeah, King Scott. That's all right. We're leaving. All right, we'll we have to shoot you after the break, okay? We'll shoot you after the break on the wrap-up, okay? Really? You can't right. just do it now and get it over with? No, I gotta, we got to hit a break. I'm Moon, and we'll shoot you after the break. <laughs> Thank you, Moon. Pseudo <laughs> Show. Traffic and weather. We're running late. All right, real fake results tomorrow. 
right. <laughs> We're going to have your real or fake results Wednesday, January 7th. No, no, we got to do it tomorrow. We got to do it tomorrow. We got to do it tomorrow, but we got to shoot King Scott every the break. You're listening to the Rosudo Show. Happy birthday, Ray! Uh, before we shoot King Scott, just want to thank our buddy Rick Schrader for sending over the pot belly. Rick is one of the greatest people on this planet. I, and I'm not kidding when I say that. And that's not just because that his son is my best friend, but just because he is truly one of the greatest people out Well, and he yeah. does a lot of work with St. Jude, uh, and uh, that was his way of thanking us for... Promoting and promoting playing in the golf tournament. Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank Rick. Thank you, thank you, Rick. Really appreciate it. Time to shoot King Scott. You have four four shots coming your way. All right. Um, Two with the water gun. And nope. Four with the airsoft gun. This is for you losing the pickup challenge for this week. Week fourteen. This is your fourth loss of the fourth loss of the year. That's bad. This is my worst year yet in this. Conference. Well, listen. You know, you, we won the week. That's all that. That's all that matters. You lost a few times early in the in the uh, in the season. You've had a great mid season. Yeah, I had a fantastic so, mid season. It's lovely. It, you know, like, really. Really, the the bright spot here is that I didn't lose. So that's true. Congratulations! Hey, I'm so thankful. <laughs> so All right, pull his pants down. Let's see what you got. Oh, you're shaking. You're shaking. You know it's gonna hurt. Keep going. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. What would you like? Left, right, left, right. Sure. Let's just keep it opposite side. Here you we just, go. You just count it down. All right. Three, two, one. Yeah. Ooh. Three, two, one. Yeah. Three, two, one. Ah, oh, three, two, one. Oh, oh man, that hurts so bad. <laughs> Last Did one. you miss that first shot? No, it it, it kind of uh, was a uh, <laughs> high left. By the way, he Deep shot left him field. so fast. He shot him so fast that you heard the like trickling of the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scott, that hurts, right? It hurts a lot more this year for some reason. Well, it's because it we really does. Do the stupid pants down. I fought against that at the beginning. Scott Scott actually uh, <laughs> Scott actually got five times. Uh, he got the four shots, and during the break, he went to go look out the window, and he blasted his forehead uh, on this window. Oh, I mean, no, dude, you did to the point where it went, it went <laughs> knock like loud. All right there. All right, blog and podcast 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Everything we covered on the show today, the podcast title you're looking for on all podcast directories is "This guy is allergic to grammar," which is pretty much all of us. You can't really narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> Check it all out uh, and uh, on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Make sure you follow us on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. We will post the uh, the, uh, the the execution here of, of, of King Scott up on our Instagram. Of King Scott's rear. That's right. The execution of King Scott's rear. Sorry, buddy. Hey, yeah. just uh, speaking of the grammar thing, it's addicting to lose this football oh, game. That's the wrong, that's oh, wrong. that's the wrong one? It's, no, it's oh, addictive. sorry. It's addictive. Sorry. I don't forget to... Get that 2023 ratio calendar to benefit Operation Food Search, 1057thepoint.com for all the details. Also, December to Riz Member 2 is on Sunday at the South Broadway uh, Athletic Club, historic South Broadway Athletic Club. All the details and find out, you know, how the, all the proceeds go to Operation Food Search. Again, all the details at 1057thepoint.com. Fellas, anything else? Just New Year's at Vices. You look it up on, uh, just look up Vices Bar on Facebook for information for tickets. You can get tickets uh, at the bar if you're anywhere near Redbud right now. Uh, but it's going to be a great time. That's all I got. 
Uh, I will be out at Dave and Buster's on New Year's with the radio station, uh, doing a live broadcast from uh, nine or starting at nine o'clock. Uh, I know they have specials on gameplay and food and all kinds of stuff. So come uh, ring in the New Year's there. Okay, yeah. Scott. I'll be over at Riz's house on New Year's Eve. So come <laughs> on. Watch, watch my house. Make yeah, sure yeah. nobody breaks in. All right, we leave you with a selection from our teamers. Remember the day brought to you by Copper Fire Barn Eatery in Belleville from St. Louis. Nick Ward is our yeah. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad tie, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.